Yo, what's up? This is Paulie Nugent, a.k.a. P. New. Lords of Brooklyn Original. Dead Rabbits Burn Unit. I'm here with my man, Jimmy Ferrari, on the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. We gotta burn some heat, you motherfuckers! You just wash the hair. You know, I worked on my hair a long time. You hit it. You hit my hair. This is, fuck, what is episode 63? Yeah, episode 63 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast. Where are we? We are uh, in the heart of Bay Ridge with uh, the Lords of Brooklyn Social Club. Now, I guess, obviously, it's not a visual podcast, but I guess we're going to go, I guess, clockwise. So each guy, there's, there's a bunch of guys in here. So I guess you guys, you know, introduce yourselves or whatever you want to do. Alright, I'll start it off. There you go. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Lord Drew. <laughs> oh, Will Turpin over here. Paul, Vice President. Nick Red, Sergeant at Arms. Waters, getting news. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thanks for not least, save the best for last. Brian Marshall. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you guys are throwing ranks. Yeah, they know we're throwing Throw ranks. Throw ranks, do whatever, pretend this thing isn't even on. And just By the way, I'm shit. the President, man. <laughs> Chancellor, does that matter uh, at this point? Vice President, you got a little sergeant in arms? I'm just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. First four, you know, we started the club. We, uh, I, I started it up with Joey and uh, Nick and Will here. And um, that's why you got the first four. How, how long, I mean, obviously listening to Lords of Brooklyn, you hear, hey, what do you got, you know, you hear it, but... What's up with these jackets with the lords on the back? Exactly. <laughs> so, like, when was this whole thing, like, formed? And, like, who started the whole deal? How did you guys get involved? It's funny because, oh, I mean, I grew up, you know, with the lords of Brooklyn, you know. So, obviously, they're my brothers, right? So, as a kid, I've always seen a bunch of different guys rocking fucking lords of Brooklyn shit all the time, you know. And fast forward, I get older... And uh, Nick here was always in my ear about, yo, we should be doing our own shit. We should be doing our own, you know, we, you know, you know, I know you're rocking with the Lords now, but, you know, we should have our own little shit. You know, we should, we should do our own shit, you know, our generation, you know. And uh, he was in my ear for a long time about it. It took me a while to pull the trigger on it. So I finally did um, a little over a year and a half ago, maybe. Yeah, just about. Yeah, right. So, all right, where it makes two. And we, yeah. we all grew up together, me... Um, Will and Andrew went to St. Pat's together um, for CCD and played basketball there and stuff. All right. Joey lives on, used to live on a block. His parents still live there. I know Paul since I'm 15. Yeah. Brian, too, since so I'm 15. Yeah. I brought them in. Uh, they're like family to me, so I wanted to be a part of this family, too. That's how it started, man. You know? Finally, was like, all right, let's just do it. So we did it, you know? <laughs> Back in the day, they used to rock their vests. 
They used to rock their jackets, loads of Brooklyn. Not only was it a band, it was a crew. It was a crew first, right? And then it, and then it became a band. So we, we, uh, we, um, is that, how, is that how it all started? Like, Caves and, I guess, who, Scotty Edge and everybody? Caves and Adam and Scott, right? They was just, you know, they would, you know, they writing started graffiti. rhyming, you know, they were writing graph and all that type of shit, uh, you know. And, you know, if you, if you get my brother in here, he'll be able to tell you better stories about, about the, um, originality and, like, how it first came about. Right. But, for me, personally, I grew up seeing that. I grew up, you know, uh, I was six years old on the first Loads of Brooklyn record. Um, I was in American Made. I'm a little kid in the background saying I'm a little kid that I died. You know? And, um, <laughs> That's all. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember they took me in the studio. They're like, hey, just say this shit. And then McKay was being like, I, he was like, yo, you better sound mean. I'm like, me. But you're six. That was me and my... That's where it all started. Oh, yeah. you, got the <laughs> you can blame my brother for me being angry and mean. <laughs> You've never seen Andrew smile after he was six years old. <laughs> no, it's probably true. And he's like, you gotta sound mean. So in my grittiest, um, darkest, scariest voice, that's, that's me saying I'm a lord to the day that I die. But, um, <laughs> hey. And so, yeah, I grew up, Jimmy. I, I grew up with all them cats and... There's pictures of me. They used to take me everywhere. You know, my brothers used to take me everywhere. They would go do things, and you know, they always had a crew of guys around them. It was, and for me, it was funny because it was always the same cats. Like I would always see the same people around my brothers all the time. You know, and then, I, and you know, as you get a little older, you start seeing. All right, there's a logo on these guys' backs, and uh, all right, cool. All right, and everything they did, they always did together. So, which was interesting to me because I was a little cat, and they all looked at me as like the, as like the little brother. And most of these cats still do, you know. Uh, you get Seamus in here, you get Paulie in here. They'll tell you, "Yo, fucking Andrew's my little brother," because essentially, yeah, I was all the little brothers. You know, I was the only kid around these guys, yeah, forever. Paul, Paulie actually said that to me, right? Yeah, I see because that's just how it is with me and P and Shamrock. Like, I was the little, I was the only kid. In that crew, yeah, and I—I I mean, I got to do whatever the fuck I wanted to because I was their little brother. Yeah, you know, I rode with them. No one ever gave me shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how it was. And, and I, you have all the older kids fucking that got your back, so yeah. Oh, I never had to worry about anything. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> right. In essence, right. But yeah, we you know we got older and it was it was just I remember we were sitting in my backyard. It was like it's just. It actually took a while to get it off the ground. Yeah, because I was iffy about pulling the trigger on it, you know? And finally, I was just like... In my fucking year. fucking do this already. What are you waiting for? I, let me ask you, because I say this a lot. I, I, I don't, quote-unquote, interview nobody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I have to ask a question. Like, what, what made you hesitant, hesitant on pulling the trigger? Well... It's just because I wasn't, I didn't think I was ready to commit to something like that. All right. You know, uh, carrying the Lords of Brooklyn logo, if you're from Brooklyn, you're from Bay Ridge, that shit means a lot. It does, of course. You know, and that was my thing. I wasn't, I, I don't, I don't think I was ready to really, you know, I, you know, I always rhyme with the Lords of Brooklyn. I always jumped on stage with them. I was 15 on stage with the Lords on Warped Tour all the years and I jumped on stage and jumped around and screamed in the microphone for a little while and I did all that. But as I got older, I don't, I don't think I was ready to commit to something like that. Almost as if I didn't think I was ready to, to like shoulder that responsibility, you know what I mean? And uh, 
my friends were just like, yo, it's time. Like, you just got to do it. And then, you know what? Really, what, the, what, it, what it really comes down to is we live in this neighborhood our whole lives, you know? And we wanted to give back to the neighborhood in a, in a, in a way that represented us and represented my family. But we wanted to give back. So we have this club that we, you know, we do fundraisers, we do block parties, we do, do things like that. Everything is in the spirit of giving back to the neighborhood. Right. As far as I'm concerned, Laws of Brooklyn is Bay Ridge, and Bay Ridge is where we were born and raised. So. Right. right. You know, and, and you know, you, you know, you have the Laws of Brooklyn, uh, the band that everybody knows, and they gave back too. They gave back from touring. They gave back through their art, through their music. That's how they were giving back. And out of these bunch of cats, I'm the only one that rhymes. So we're like, all right, we're not starting another cup bars. Yeah, we're not doing another cup bars, bro. The first thing, the first thing we'll ask is if we, if we sing or if we rap. And it's like, you know, no, we're not about that. No, Andrew does, but we yeah, just, yeah. you know, you know, we just like to fucking throw. We do background vocals. Yeah. Oh, yes. Nick is bold. Drink, fuck, fuck. Drink, fuck, fuck. I'm famous, man. I brought these guys to the studio um, when we, you know, we're doing like the new album, Loads of Brokens in the process of recording an, um, a new album, which is awesome to me because growing up, like I said before, I always saw this. I saw the album. I saw them leaving the house to go shoot music videos. And I was like, oh, you guys take me everywhere else. Why can't I come be in the video, you know? Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, now we're in the video. I was a baby. But now we're in that shit. Now we're in the video. Motherless sons. Motherless sons. So I, you know, I saw all, all that type of shit growing up. You know what I mean? So... Now, I just I just remember I don't really remember the time when I started rap like when, when I, I started to rhyme I started to rap I don't really I don't really know how that transpired it was almost as if it was meant to happen because of my brothers and it's in the blood and, and I guess it's in the blood right like you grew up around that right you know and but it was it was just you know a blessing because I grew up around like my brother Adam is a fucking he's a he's a musical genius man and he he. I grew up around listening to fucking, you know, not just Lords of Brooklyn shit, like 90s hip hop, 90s grunge, everything yeah. from that from to fucking heavy metal to Janis Joplin to like crazy shit. So I had all this different musical influences that I didn't know were being thrown upon me as a kid, you know, and I, I, I do the same to my Jackie boy now. He's just turned six, you know, and uh, I was telling Adam the other night, I was like, yo, we need to get Jackie Boy on the new album saying I'm a Lord to the day that I die. There you go. The same age as I was. Full and, circle. And Adam was like, what? Definitely. So yeah. we got to get Jackie in the studio. I just recently saw Adam post that it was something like, it was like, t I think 20 years or something like that of the Boston, the Boston, no, the Boston oh, Ryan yeah. record that he did. Oh, extension yeah. level event. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he co-produced that track, um, the Iron Man track. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he was on that shit. Adam, uh, um, he's he's on some other shit, man. He's on some other level. Like when you see that man operate, it's like watching the doctor at the fucking operating table, man. And it doesn't seem like that, but the guy is meticulous. We were in the studio that day. And he was yeah. like, all right, it was like it doesn't. Three words was fit, and he was like, all right, no, no, no. no, no. Right. He's we like, literally say three words. And it was oh, just hundred percent. Of course, it was, it was cool. Like, yeah, yeah, like, oh, that yeah. was perfect. But do it again. You're in the studio. You're literally in a box. Sweating to death, and you're just like screaming the same thing over and over again. And they're like, "No, nah, all right, you guys rotate." And you're like, "The room's literally like a football." <laughs> Five of us doing it. Doing yeah. But it sounds different. When you go outside and see them play it, it sounds totally different. Right. So you're like, all right, there's cool. about like, he knows what five, he's doing. There's about five instruments going 
at the same time and he could pick out like yeah. oh you're doing that wrong and like meanwhile I'm sitting there I'm like a rookie to <laughs> yeah. I've never been in that type of environment before and I'm like what like I didn't even like hear that like how the fuck even when they play it back it's such like mumble jumble mesh and he's just like no slow that down and you're trying to like follow him and you're like yes. and, then, and then when he plays it back you're like wow mm-hmm. it sound better it's funny it's because all these cats grew up as fans of Lords of Brooklyn you know like they all knew Lords of Brooklyn and they knew not just because they knew me but they knew them because of their music and they fucking they all grew up as fans and they were like alright check this out we're doing a new album I'm bringing you guys to the studio. Everyone's like, oh shit, we're going to the studio, fucking LOB, we got there. And all, I, I, all we have them saying is drink, fuck, fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, all right. I guess they get to see me go and do my verse. Like, Hashtag you know? make Paul famous. Hashtag make Paul famous. Yeah, we had that thing going on. <laughs> where, you know, our boy Melly Mel, Mel, he had this shit um, where he would always, you know, Melo always post up. Uh, He's like the social media dude where he, yeah. you know, like he posts up constantly recording, shit, constantly the, the recording iPad and stuff in the booth. studio. He's like making his own. I want to see that footage. Yeah, he has so much footage of us in the studio. It's crazy. Thomas Lamy came in and he's like, I can hear you giggling. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure when the album drops, that Mel will release a lot of that footage because it's fucking hysterical. He put the, he put cameras in the vocal booth, you know, and like. It's just fucking hysterical shit. So he started this thing with hashtag make Paul famous. For some reason, it was Paul. Because <laughs> I'm already famous. <laughs> so he, he was in the heat. He was <laughs> trying to make Paul famous. And it's funny because he I knew Paul from fucking job. Yeah. And we were talking, and I walked with Brian, and I, like, I could tell when Brian and him made eye contact, and it just made sense. And I'm like, you're that mellow. I used to work for you. <laughs> You're still loud and crazy. Yeah, he was our boss. Shout out to Mellow, you know, original Varizano boy. You know what I mean? Where was that shot? It was at the Firefly? Yeah. What, yeah. what the Mother was Sunday video? Yeah, at the Firefly. Caves hits me up, he's like, yo, I need you to bring all your boys down to the Firefly. I'm like, right like, right away, I'm like, alright. You I'm guys like, had to fucking get suits and shit. Right? So, you know, we had suits. We had, you know, oh, just, shit, you had to clean up. We clean up nice. <laughs> <right. laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You know? have enough hats for everybody. Yeah, that's right. 90% of the time, you see, like, like, you see us and you see me, I'm in jeans and a fucking vest, you know, like rocking my loads of broken shit, you know, but people saw me like, oh, you clean up pretty good. And so do your friends. Like, what? I, where the fuck did this come out of? We like, this year, like, Irish mom. Yeah, we, uh, Caves was like, hey, you know, Caves was like, dress nice. And the opening, the opening scene uh, of that was straight improv. That, like, the, the opening scene of the sun, yeah. I dropped the glass by accident. So we just started screaming. We just started screaming, going nuts. I think I dropped another one on purpose. And then the camera guy came around, and we was like, he's like, throw that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought, because we, 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 we get a little rowdy, you know, the beers were flowing, and uh, I just remember Caves going to me, he's like, yo, I'm going to open the bar to you guys. He's like, don't shut me down, bro, you know, <laughs> because we opened the bar to us, and it's like, okay, free for all, you know, yeah. and that's what the Mother of the Sons video, like, everything you see in that video of, like, the group, and, like, all that shit, they, there was no, that shit wasn't planned, we were getting rowdy. I, was, I just pour beers, like, I, I bartend, too, I, I'll be at Wicked Monk, I just... Was just pouring beers, throwing them, pouring beers, sliding them down the bar. <laughs> yeah, it was funny, man. I just, I just remember seeing my brother like looking at us and being like, like shaking his head, like these fucking guys are animals, man. But then the cameraman liked us, so he was like, okay, go ahead, like fuck it, like, like at first he was looking at us like you guys are nuts, and the cameraman was into it, like this is good footage, and the cage is like, all right, let them go, like you know, I like, let them be themselves. But it's, it's cool, like being. 
like I guess you could say a different sector of the Lords of Brooklyn. Yeah, because you completely. But, you, it's like you're <coughs> you're a part of, but then again, you're a completely separate entity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they leave. They leave. And the there's ground. a line you can tell. Yeah. They laid the groundwork, you know, Caves and Adam, they had, you know, founding fathers, you know, and it's cool to be a part of that, but also have our own identity in a way, yeah, too, exactly. you know? but when they need us, you know, we're there. Right, right. And that's the thing, so we started it up, it's because we wanted to give back in a different way that, that the original Lords of Brooklyn, like the band, they gave back, like I was saying before, with their art, with their music, and we wanted to give back a different way. Yeah. So that's really why. So like you were saying, like like Nick was saying, it's under the same umbrella, you know? Yeah. I mean, don't get it twisted. I mean, like, I wear the president patch, but Cage is still the boss, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, so, yeah, we wanted to give back in that aspect. Yeah, we, we've been little kids running around this neighborhood wreaking havoc, you know, and now we're adults and... We want people to know that we're actually good people, <laughs> not just yeah. Yeah. the degenerates that yeah, cause fights in the neighborhood. Yeah, we have. Uh, this is just how we do. We throw fundraisers and things like that, and there's a there's a there's a there's a lot of stuff that uh, touches like me personally and this club as a whole, close to a heart. You know, like autism and like the veteran benefits and things like that. MS. I'm a veteran, you know, MS is very close to my family. My godmother has MS, so we do a big you know? thing for that. We right. raise like, what, yes. $1,500? And year. she's our, yeah. she's our you know, Aunt Deb's our biggest, yeah. you know, our biggest cheerleader. She's our biggest fan, Nick's Aunt Debbie, and she suffers from um, MS, so every year we do something for her. With that, you know, we go out, we do the walk, and we raise money for her charity, whatever she wants us to do. Yeah. And she comes to all of our shit. All of our shit. And, you know, even with the MS, she comes out to all of our shit. With a smile on her face. And always smiling. Walking through the door. Wow. That's awesome. Bringing a fucking crew of people with her, and she's always down, whatever. Fuck MS. Whatever LBSC has going on, and Debbie is always there for us. And autism hits close to my family, and... Being a veteran myself, and there's a couple other cats in this crew who are veterans, uh, and uh, we we want to raise money for veterans. Last year, we did we built a whole bunch of uh, care packages, packages, care packages to send out to these veterans overseas around the holidays. Because I, I, you know, I remember getting a package. It was like fucking Christmas, even though it wasn't Christmas. Oh, right? Like, you remember yeah. that? Like, getting, remember just that. getting mail and just getting a package. Yeah. That makes your fucking week. Every yeah. day, it makes your week. Yeah. So, we, so we went out, and uh, I went on the base, and I shopped, and uh, we got a bunch of, whole bunch of shit together, snacks and goodies and fucking, you know, trees. toiletries for these cats overseas. Just little little shit that everybody... Yeah, gum, beef jerky. Yeah, well, yeah, everybody takes for granted, man. Granted, but yeah. over there, it's like gold. You're over there in the fucking desert, you get yourself a fucking bag of beef jerky, it's a fucking bar. Yeah, yeah, I think it came out to about 30 care packages. And we yeah, just sent them out. out. That's fucking great. Yeah, and we just collect, you know, random donations from everybody, yeah. and whatever local bar we did it in, and it was... Turned out very nice. Yeah. yeah. We do club trips too, you know. We, we've done the, the paintball trip, open, you know, open to the public, you know, if you want to come yeah. hang out with us and shoot. Yeah, go and get shot in the head. Shoot shoot the the social club, yeah. yeah. And then we, we did the shot yeah. We did the paintball trip you, on the hottest you, day of the year oh, to okay. date. It was 101 <laughs> degrees, I think it was. And where was this? Where did you guys um, go? High velocity in Long Island. So it was the hottest day of the year. There's people literally throwing up between matches. <laughs> literally, for real. And I had a friend of ours. And we weren't drinking for the time. Of course you were. No, we weren't. I'm saying that how hot it was. Oh, you weren't drinking or you no. were? No. no. We, we, had, we had a beer too. Brian and I were drinking. It was legit. It was too hot. 
Yeah, we, we, we yeah we we had a six pack and a cooler. We didn't bring because we knew it was too fucking hot. You can't do you can't run around playing paintball in the blazing sun. In the blazing sun, the blazing sun the drinking. But Brian brought some beers, and I remember after my second match, he broke one out. I was like, let me get one of those. And then we wound up like drinking the whole six pack. Not like it's a lot of beer, but we drank the fucking six pack of beer, and on our last beer, the people from the fucking place <laughs> we still got in trouble. And was like, you know, you guys aren't supposed to be drinking. And I was like, oh, that's great. Sorry, bro. We didn't know. Let me just finish this real quick, and we fucking finished off. Yeah, it's hot. Out. It's hot, bro. Like, and, but like they were really cool. They're like, all right, we didn't tell you. There's no sign, so we don't expect you to know. But finish that, and then stop drinking because. Yeah. Not supposed to drink yet. We go, we go upstate too. You know, last year they got a uh, Andrew got a house upstate. And, you know, yeah, we, we always do upstate. shit, man. You know, we always doing fucking club stuff and we try to do that one year getaway where everyone goes, yeah. brings wifey up there, and yeah. just bond. No business, all play. Yeah, exactly. Spend enough stress. Went away this weekend. We went up to Vernon near Mountain Creek. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not all about business, man. Yeah, Another this during the week, yeah. Is, you know, but sometimes you gotta let loose and do all that type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I was. I mean, we were talking before before I uh, before we started recording. Like, I was booking shows at that club that I mentioned before, and I did a couple of veterans benefits myself. Like, I'm a veteran, even though I fucked up and got thrown out, but I'm still a veteran. Well, I did. Listen, I got ratted out. It's all. It's, it's, it's all. It's, it's all it's all in, in episodes that, that people have heard, right? <laughs> yeah, I got ratted out. I was smoking pot. I got ratted out. And I got thrown out. Me and five other people. <laughs> so this is in 98. I got thrown out. But, you know, I put my time. Well, I put almost all my time in the <laughs> <laughs> Almost. So when I was booking shows, like, I did, you know, for, for a couple of years in a row, I did a veteran's benefit. And you know, a, lot, a lot of... A lot of charities and shit. There were a lot of scams. You know what I mean? Oh, for a hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Oh, you have commercials on TV, but why is all that money going to fucking TV commercials during like the fucking World Series? Yeah. Like, come on, man. I just want to say right now, LBSC is a one hundred and ten percent nonprofit organization. <laughs> yes. Every single penny that we raise for anything that we do, we give back to the exact. Yeah, I did the same thing. Like I. Posted every single dime that I collected. The check, me presenting the check yeah. to the veterans on Fort Hamilton for the right. for the, uh, the Purple Hall Foundation. Okay. Like you know, so I have all that documented. So people doesn't because they, a lot of people could be like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this charity thing, blah blah blah, and then and then all of a sudden the show is over, everyone goes home, and everyone forgets. All right, but where'd that money go? And yeah. the story you know, is there are people out there that do that for ex- exactly. Yeah. You know, you yeah. might be a great guy, we're great guys, but right. we don't know. Yeah, well, exactly. Sure. That's why I made sure that I put my shit out there so nobody thinks I'm fucking. There's gay, a, there's a know? lot of organizations, but I won't name names. There's right. a lot of motherfuckers out there who are fucking. You know, very, very well-known veteran uh, things yeah, like this, yeah. and are not 100% at all. Uh, not, not even fucking close. Nah, like, you like know? a nickel on the dollar goes where you think it's yeah, going. Yeah, where you think you're going. So it's better off that cats support that mom and pop shit and go out there. And when we have a fucking fundraiser, to go out there and you see us. And we might not look like people you want to come fucking talk to, but we are, man. Come fucking hang out. Come fucking support. 
come raise some money for whatever the fuck we're raising money for. Yeah. And it's always something that's always close to home to us. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's like that. Like I said before, 110% goes to, we don't make a fucking dime off that right. shit, man. Yeah. You know, Even when we buy decorations for an event. It comes out of our pocket. Our club yeah. account. So yeah. It's like, you know, we don't want to take it off. be like, all right, we spent $200, take it out of that. Right. It's not the point. Yeah, yeah. we just had the block party, man. Like, we had, we had food. We yeah. had, we had, you know, cake. I, I, I passed through real quick with my yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the bouncy house for the kids. The kids yeah. had a great time. Yeah, my daughter just jumped in there for a little wiffle ball game. We played, we played a little wiffle ball going on, and we, you know, we had a lot of food. We had, you know, we had, we had a, a lot of beers going around, and we took care of the neighborhood. And then people who I saw days after, weeks after, were like, "Hey, I recognize you. I, you know, I remember. Uh, thank you." Because we opened it up to the whole block. Yeah. And there's no the, problems. There's no nonsense. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> um, other clubs came out to see us and to fucking hang out with us. You know, shout out to Howl's Sons, shout out to fucking DD. You know, they came out to see us and fucking chill with us. And uh, it was it was not, it was just nothing but love. You know, like the Caves has a tattoo shop, Brooklyn made tattoo. Yeah. 93rd and 3rd. And that's where we had it. And, shut up shop. You know, we shut up shop right in front of the joint. Adam was spinning all night, kept the party rocking. And we didn't want to leave, but we only had the permit till six. Right. But we didn't, you know, we would have stayed rocking all night. And, and they were strict as that shit. Six o'clock on the dot, they were out there. And it's not like the old days where you start at eight o'clock in the morning either. They don't give you the permit till what time? We had, we had one to six. One to six. So we couldn't shut the street down till one o'clock. We set up on the sidewalk all morning and just chilled on the sidewalk. But yeah. at one o'clock, I remember growing up, we used to get up at seven thirty. Sure, it didn't matter. You were out ready to go. Busted open the fire hydrant. Hopefully next year. I saw that. that. That's something you don't see every day. I saw it was probably about a week and a half ago. I'm driving down the street. And some dude, it was so fucking hot out, and some dude was psyched. Crack. Fucking crank. On my block, they open up, up the yeah. fucking fire. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Like, my block, they open up every day. Like, good. Good. This dude puts out four cones and like a barrier yeah, yeah, so his yeah. kids have like a swimming pool in uh, Bay Ridge. It's yeah. oh, that's weird. It's it's awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like when I was a kid. I, I don't know if I'm probably older than all these. No, we used to do the same shit. It's open it up. No, no, you know, when I was 10 years old, that was fucking crazy. There's block parties all over the fucking place. You ride your bike to the fire, you know, to the fire hydrant. What do you guys go Break your whole shit. There was no slamming the car car in the corner. Yeah, there was no knee pads or helmets either. Riding bikes. That's the just fuck yourself up. That's the freshly brewed beer cracking. You heard that? There you go. What is this sweet action? That's six point. Six point local brew. Local brewery. They're out in Red Hook. Okay. And that's where I, you know, I work out in Red Hook, and that's um. Six points from Red Hook, so it's a local brewery. Okay, and they make fucking. It's actually it's a Red Bull can. It's actually yeah, yeah it looks like a Red That's how they got me. They told me it was Red Bull. And what was the what was the beer you had to take off the the um off the taps that um Tyler picked? I one? like this one better. We had the crisp. Oh no, Sweet cold snap was one of the yeah. That was from Sam Adams. Yeah, and that's seasonal. Yeah. yeah, well they they discontinued that shit too. Uh, Will's a beer rep, so he knows everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Will's a beer expert. Will deals with the beer. Every time, you know, like you know, like we have like our meetings and shit like that, and we hold court, and uh, um, Will always brings me this. Most of the time, some crazy outlandish beer. He's like, here, to try this shit. And I'm like, what? This shit's made with coffee, bro? Like, what, what is this? Yeah, what's give me a fucking Miller. Oh, you know, you can't taste the molasses in there? What's wrong? Yeah, he's always about that shit. So my fridge is always freshly stocked with all different types of... And it fucking stays in there, too, because I don't really drink them, but whatever. You know, Will's like, hey, try this shit. Let me know how you like it. He's a, you know, he's... He's the beer guy, you know. Yeah, by the way, guy, I took so. all the extra beers from Vernon. Yeah. We need to have a house party because I can't fit anything in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did Goldfish have? You still got them? 
Yeah, bring that shit to my house. Bro, you took beers, I took home paper towels and things like Those are important. I got home and I'm like, man, it's no longer do I take home beers after a long weekend. You take home paper, paper goods. Tyler, you know. the cats are collecting the beers. Brian's over there getting paper plates. <laughs> Yo, I hear you. You know, I hear that. That's me now, too. Yeah, bro, that shit adds up. I like this. Believe it or not. You know, yeah. I'll take the Windex we brought up. I'll take the fucking. Who's got the. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you guys put the baby wipes, bro? I need them. Yo, baby wipes are fucking. Uh, one, of the greatest, one of the greatest inventions ever. Yo, I keep baby wipes in my locker at work. You need baby wipes. I keep them you know? in my van, See? in my tool bag. <laughs> yeah. Talking to the service guy here, you know. We were, we were on Warp Tour. Uh, See how we go all over the place? We go from fucking craft what beer and molasses and beer to <laughs> no, baby wipes. It's about yeah. baby wipes, right? Yeah. We, we There's no matter. And in, <laughs> during the Warp Tour, it's called the Warp Tour for a reason because the shit's fucking bananas. It's crazy. And we uh, this is 2004, 2005, I believe. And there was it, that, that's the year that um, LOB did the whole entire tour. And uh, we had a tour bus. A fucking gigantic tour bus. It was. Cr- I could. I could tell you stories about that. That shit was fucking bananas. Bro. Speaking on it, bro. Uh, you know, we. You know, we did. We can go for. Uh, <laughs> no joke. What? I can record yeah. for four hundred and thirty hours and twenty nine minutes. <laughs> well, we need right there. Four hundred and thirty hours. We can go. Go. I have pods. I have pods. You have pods. Yeah. We. Uh, Let's switch some hours. I got tons of beer. <laughs> Good. We were on the Warp Tour and that shit is crazy. And everyone who knows the Warp Tour, chances are you probably know the Warp Tour from going to see it. But being behind the scenes, uh, you know, and doing all that, it's organized chaos. Is really what it is. Shout out to Kevin Lyman, uh, the you know the dude, uh, you know, uh, you know, another genius, Kevin. Uh, I don't know how he was able to keep that tour rocking. For the 20 plus years that he did it, people don't understand the fucking work and the Yo, organization the work, that man, you need to put that shit together. That it's man, fucking crazy. but somehow it was like a well-oiled machine, and I guess it's because we were on. With the, I'm talking about this one in, in, in particular, 2004. I was 16, and I was rocking with the Lords, jumping around, running the merch table, and then when we would go on stage, I was fucking jumping on stage with them, and. Uh, Baby wipes. That's what I was trying to say. We're going with baby wipes. That's fucking good. Because my brother was very adamant about baby wipes, man. He, you know, As he should be. Like, worth his weight in gold on the Warp Tour. Because when you're on a Warp Tour, it's the fucking Warp Tour. Like, you, you, you're in a bus, you wake up, you're in another parking lot in Utah, and you fucking rock. In Utah, you do what you gotta do. You have to be back on the bus at ten o'clock at night. You're back on the bus. You go to sleep. You wake up again, and you're in Sacramento. So it's like there's there's not really much time to stop and get your necessities and your toiletries and you you know you you're definitely not showering every day. You know you're fucking it's fucking grimy. It's, uh, it's fucking you're drinking, you're partying, you're drinking, you're partying, you know, you're fucking rocking fucking shows. You're sweating. Even his passport tour was hot as. 
Fuck. This past road was hot as fuck, bro. Jones Beach, LOB did a set on Jones Beach, and uh, it was hot as shit. <laughs> and we had no baby. My girlfriend was fainting. And we had no baby. There were no baby. At least Uber driving in, drop you off six and a half miles away. Oh, we no. actually walked through a puddle up to like your knees, and then we had to walk through six this other is, fucking parking lots. This lines. is how fucked up we are, right? As a club, we're like, all right. We're taking Uber because we don't want to drive, right? Because we want to drink when we're there. We want to have a good time. Being responsible. Being responsible. Responsible. Like, we don't want to, you know. Like, I could have piled everyone in the fucking caddy. Joey's got a truck. We could have, you know, we could have made it work, right? We didn't do that. We took Ubers <laughs> there, and we get there and we find out Jones Beach is a dry venue. <laughs> so they park. So Will's Will's driver parked a mile and a half away. They're treading through fucking tall grass and weeds to get to us. And I'm got the shamrock. Yo, thank God for Seamus, bro, because Seamus always comes prepared. So he had a little something-something for us, so we weren't completely dry, but... Old bottle of rum. <laughs> William did some damage to yeah. old bottle of rum. I like Clark Bent out that night. Thank God for Shamrock, bro. Yeah, always always Clark Bent's William Oh, yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, that's my bad. That's bad racket. Show it out. Oh, what, the bad racket shit? That shit was fun. Yeah, yeah we were in the pack. With Seamus fucking passing around a whole bottle of fucking Jameson. Yeah, that, that was lit before we got on the stage. That started from start to finish. It's getting crazy and crazy. Yeah, yeah. I say it all the time. Drink a lot Jameson of this shit is sponsored by Jameson Irish whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, Your like my birthday cake show. was a Jameson bottle. Birthday cake, yeah. A lot of the things we do in this club has to do with Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> but it's National all for the beverage. It's all. It's all for the like holy one. It's all for the betterment. We had um, my brother Adam and I. Uh, Started this. We started working on a project. We called it the Bear Racket, and um, uh, we had a show. It was uh, Adam, uh, myself, and Mel. Right? We were the you know MCs. This, this is all like my brother Adam's project, and uh, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll jump around with you guys, and I'll fucking you know I'll spit some shit for the shit." And Danny Diablo, Isaac invited us to do Diablo, Diablo, Fest. Diablo Fest. Yeah, I saw that. Something that Danny does every year. Shout out to Isaac. You know, that's our fucking boy. That's our family. And uh, he awesome time. And he invited us out. And you know, <laughs> I, I just remember getting to the show. And I, of course, I brought the club with me. And that's it. I just remember like yo Adam like yo we're gonna go rock fucking Diablo Fest and we're gonna you know like we're gonna kill it whatever the case is and the Bad Racket is a monster of its own because it's like it takes every standard that every band has ever has has ever had if there's a standard for any band like this is what we're gonna do whatever the case is and it shits on it the Bad Racket does whatever the fuck we wanna do so we went to this fucking Diablo Fest and we roll up after we rolled up. I'm wearing combat boots and a ski mask, ready to rock. <laughs> and it's like, I just remember Isaac laughing and loving it and be like, yo, you guys are crazy. And like, I just remember him being like, fucking, yo, you guys fucking better kill this shit. And what we were going at is we were backstage waiting to go on. And it was a fucking party. I think we had more fun backstage than I had on stage that night. Because we, we, you know, I had the whole club with me. I remember Adam was like, "Yo, tell all the he's like, tell all the guys, fucking doing it." And we, we so we get backstage, and it's like, ah, there's twenty of us backstage in this little room. There was no other room. That. It was like thirty. There was no other. When we first got back there, there was like ten. And then we, and then we came in, <laughs> <and> moved, <laughs> rocking fucking Lords of Brooklyn vest. 
and uh, ski masks, hats. Which are not lightweight, by the way. James is a hard work I fucking had my hair down. We were fucking rocking ski masks and shit. And fucking, we get to backstage. I, I don't know if there was people backstage prior to us getting there, but they, they weren't was. there. They left. <laughs> <laughs> they left real quick. We had the whole, I just remember there was like three, four bands that went on before us. And none of them ever came backstage because... I don't even know if it was because we were just rowdy or they were, there was no room for anyone to come back. Maybe a little both. We were drinking on the camera every day. I long when we got there. That was a good time, man. Me and Will were paper, paper bagging like 40s outside. 40s, like 40s outside with the mask on, with the bandana. <laughs> and then in the middle of Williamsburg, people were just like, what the fuck? They're walking by, we'll go to the middle of the afternoon. First hangover, so it's like, yeah. I can imagine what it looks like <laughs> to people. Yeah, we went on stage and we fucking killed it. You know, Thirty people on a ten foot stage. It was all yeah. We packed the whole stage, jumping, out. screaming. You know, I think my brother Adam is swinging from the fucking ceiling pipe. Yeah. <laughs> sprinkler pipe. Sprinkler pipe. Sprinkler pipe. Adam is swinging from the sprinkler pipe. You know, we, we you know we killed that shit. There was I, we brought everybody on stage on some fucking on some gang shit and brought everyone on stage. <laughs> gang, gang, that was awesome. And, uh, it was it, yeah, we had a good time. But that was the bad racket. That's a side project that um, Adam and myself and Mel. You guys got music out that people can like download or whatever. Uh, we don't have anything out. I keep every I, you know my brothers and I play everything close to the chest. So I have bad racket shit right here. But it, no, it's 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 not out. Uh, right now, we're focusing on the new Lords of Brooklyn project. Right. You know, that's the that's the biggest, and I'm telling you right now, um, there's some fucking bangers. This album is 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 ridiculous. It's uh. That's what Paulie and Scotty were saying. Uh, you know what? And from and coming from me, like I said before, I've always been playing my part, playing my role, being the fucking baby of the crew, being the baby, being the little brother. But now I'm fucking. You know, I'm 30 years old. I'm not a baby no more. And they kind of let me loose. <laughs> and I, um, I, I, I let loose like a motherfucker. On the <laughs> and it's fucking cool to see. You know, it's cool for me to... Um, it's something I've always wanted to do personally. Talking about me wanting to jump on stage with the original Lords of Brooklyn and um, be on an album and with the original Lords of Brooklyn. You know, like, it's something to me that was... Like, yo, I can't even describe how it makes me feel. Checked off the bucket list. Even me. It's, like, it's a bucket, yeah, and to this club, too. And, like, Nick, you know, since, since, we, since we were kids, you know, Nick and Will have always been, uh, you know, loads of Brooklyn fans since we were fucking babies, you know? And then we get, uh, you know, I'm a fan, too. Fuck it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, then we, and then we have an opportunity to do this album, and I definitely wanted to come correct, you know? Like, and uh, the album... I just listened to it the other. I just listened to what we got the other day, and it, it, it's fucking, it's fucking off the charts, man. It's everything that, it's everything that I would ever wanted it to sound like, and it's everything that a fan or someone who follows LLB would want it to sound like. And when 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 they dropped Motherless Sons, the response we got from Motherless Sons was. You know, it was fucking awesome. Every, you know, everybody was digging it. It's still trending on a bunch of hip hop sites. It's still climbing the charts. It hasn't gone down. And uh, that album, this it's a album, solid fucking comeback song. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Like, I can't really speak on that because I don't know what it's like to look from the outside because I'm always inside. Right. But a lot of people who have told me this is the comeback that they wanted to hear. This yeah. is the shit 
that they wanted to hear. Lob, this is it. You know, everyone's still everyone's still the same. You know, and uh, this album right now is fucking crazy. Adam, my my brother Adam produced the whole album, and like I said before, the guy's a fucking genius. So he's he's, he's got tracks and there's layers upon layers of shit. Um, I think I think we're gonna release a couple more songs soon. Like real fucking soon, but you you know you gotta talk to the boss about that. Mm-hmm. Caves knows when he wants to drop shit, but uh, it is um, the two songs that he was talking to me about releasing are fucking dope, and they're on the same part of Mother of the Sons, harder, you know. Yeah. And it's uh, the, dude, the album's hard, and I, I I just don't you know I just can't wait <coughs> for everyone to hear it. And so there's no like, not even like a projected release date at all, is there? Um. As far as I know, we're 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 fucking we're um. I take my vest off, bro. I'm fucking dying. We uh. It's a little warm in here. Uh, we turned the AC off. I know. That's why you know. No, I know. But it would uh, sound like a factory. <laughs> <laughs> it would. There um. We're right now. We're rounding third base, man. We're on the home stretch All right. for the album, and um. I think I have to actually go work on this shit tonight, actually, but um. We're uh, rounding third base. The, the the album's right there, so we're fucking. I can't wait for it to drop. Like you know, I I just can't wait for it to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Everyone's waiting for this shit. You know, they got the crew back together, got the gang back together. It's awesome. It's awesome for me to see, and you know, obviously for us, for the club, everyone's kind of like, you know, everyone loves seeing me do what I want to do. You know, like I said before, I I you know I had a hard time holding the trigger on making the club. But I have a hard time. I'm pulling the trigger about a lot of shit because I, you know, I I want it to be perfect. I want it to happen. I want it to be exactly what I envisioned it in my head. And these guys have always been behind me 100%. Like, make sure you're in the studio. Make sure you fucking go. Make sure you do whatever your brothers want you to do and get this out. I don't get invites to the studio. Anymore. They, I think they know that I have bars in me. So they're nervous. I think they're worried. <laughs> They just, they're not ready for this animal. Listen, he said it himself. <laughs> Nick Red has bars. Nick Red's got bars, though. Nick Red plays a mean fucking saxophone. Oh, air sax? <laughs> air sax? Red's got bars. Ooh, myself, you can play Play the fucking tin whistle? <laughs> <laughs> fucking washboard? Yeah. Nice. Are you guys all have, like, gang vocals on the record? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's I, um, I brought these guys in, you know, and uh, I think... Yeah, I think they all been there. Yeah. Maybe except for Terps. I don't know if Terps been down nah. there. But uh Where were you, Terps? Everyone's I'm got gang every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, you know, it's like feel like, you know? Yeah. Everyone's everyone's got their own bar, but as the club as a whole is on there, hundred percent. I shout out the club and a bunch of my verses, you know, on on this on this new album and uh I just can't wait for people to hear it because I can't wait to, for it to come out for me. Yeah. Like, fuck everybody else. Like, for me. Like, I, I, you know, I've been a fan since I was five. Like, even that night. So I wanted to. Remember that night we went to that, uh, we went to the sportsman's uh, car club for, like, a, one of their, uh, right. one of their parties. And Shout out to the sportsman's. On the way back, we're driving back in, in Drew's caddy, just bumping Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. The whole it was Saturday night, you know. It was Saturday night. And, uh, <laughs> it felt just, it felt right. It's a fucking, ti- it's a fucking timeless song, too. It really like you fucking play it right now. It could have came out yesterday. That's a fucking anthem. And, it and, is a fucking anthem. There's, there's a couple anthems on this fucking new album. I'll tell you right now. There's a couple anthems on this new album. You know, uh, we had a couple special guests on it. 
you know, and it's, it's fucking dope. There's a couple of artists on there who I'm fans of, who are my favorite rappers and things like that, and I get to fucking rhyme with them, and yeah. it's fucking awesome. For, you know, for me, for the cat who was, who was six, rhyming on the first album, oh, yeah. now, I'm, now, now I'm doing my own thing, I got my own part in the album, and it's fucking awesome for yeah. me, personally, to, to, to see it come, you know? Yeah, it's crazy how, like, obviously you just said, like, you were a fan first. 100%. You know what I mean? So, like, me, like, I don't know if you guys are into, like, anything, like, heavy, like, I'm into, like, a lot of hardcore shit, you know what I mean? Like, my favorite hardcore band, I don't know if you ever heard of the band Sick of It All. I don't know if you ever heard of Sick of Of course. Have you, you... Probably, yeah. I had no choice but to listen to this type of shit. Right. You're my favorite band, and it's crazy how over the years going to shows and shit, like, you become friends with these people, and sure. they've been a band for, like, 30 years. They tour the fucking world. They don't yeah, have great story, jobs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and it's like, their last record, it's not even out yet. I do fucking gang vocals on there you go. a there fucking you go. sick of it all record. You're not gonna he- actually hear my voice because it's like you hear the of us. But I'm in the fucking liner notes as fucking gang yeah. vocals, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, we so, getting out of LB album or what? What what <laughs> we, we getting recognition? <laughs> Who, whoever put their voice on the album will get recognition on the album. Yeah, Absolutely. you gotta do that, man. Absolutely. Well, That's why you gotta buy the physical copy, like the little iTunes thing, you don't get that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You don't get the liner notes, you gotta get the fucking record. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm a sucker, man, because nowadays and, you know, in this day and age, you can fucking stream and, excuse me, and you can stream and you can download and you can pirate shit, but I'm such a sucker. Like, every artist that I support, I go and I buy yeah. most of the time their physical copies in Best Buy, yeah. like a fucking weirdo, or I download their shit and I pay for it on iTunes. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I, I'm a sucker for that type of shit. Same So here. when I have... Friends of ours, or, or you know, artists, you know, like fucking sick of it. When they drop the album, I'm gonna cop it. Like, yeah. You know, like you know, Isaac's doing his, his shit all the time. I'm always buying his shit. I'm, I'm always yeah. copying his stuff. You know, because you know that's what you know. You gotta support your fucking crew. You gotta support yeah. your because like it's like like Lords of Brooklyn, like from like Lords of Brooklyn to Sick of It All to anything Isaac does to to all that shit. Like, there's no major fucking no, backing. No, there's, there's no, no fucking sponsorship. No. So you gotta support these yeah, people. No, man. When you're independent, you're on your own dime. You gotta the block. You're on your own dime. Yeah. Like, we, like, for the Lords of Brooklyn, it's it comes out of our pockets, man. Like, yeah. you know, Caves and fucking Adam, it comes from them. Like, they, whatever it costs to do these type of things, they front it. It's them. There's, you know, there's, there's no label throwing us millions of dollars to go. No, nah. you know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 not how it works. But that's real fucking hip hop. That's real rock. You know, that's fucking real punk rock. You know, in my eyes, at least. Like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, fr- yeah, absolutely. I'm just showing the picture of him yeah, that I photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. Looks like out of place. Well, now you know it's photos like, like you know the you know the average guy. No appearance. Because everyone else is wearing a vest for you. It was a good picture, though. <laughs> it was a good picture. Couldn't well, tell. That was Brian's, uh, <laughs> that was Brian's, fi- uh, five seconds of fame on the fucking Motherless Sons video. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I was like, oh shit. Looking, wow. yo, I, I just, still shot on my God, Come on TV. I remember, like, <laughs> come on TV, four and a half more seconds than I got to be happy. <laughs> I remember, I, I forget who it was, but friends of ours, friends of the Lords, saw the fucking video, and they were like, uh, we were having some kind of club function and I was inviting everybody out to come. I, I really forget who it was who said it, but they were like, is everyone from the club going to be there? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, is that handsome guy who got his own fucking little thing in the video going to be there? And I was like, don't yeah, about Brian. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian's the handsome guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the heartthrob. He's, he's our club mascot. <laughs> <laughs> you're out, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, but Will's not on here. I'll be able yeah, to yeah, play right. that score. <laughs> <laughs> That one hundred percent was Clark. Mr. Yeah. Terms has an alter ego yeah. called Clark Mint. It all started and one night. Out. We were at the bar, and and we all chilling. He comes over, fucking <laughs> battling over, and his hair was like had a curl. Like Clark, like Clark Kent. So I was like, oh, you like Clark Best. Who's got curly hat? Beautiful lock of love on me. Who's got curly hair? And he sometimes, and when he's sober or not, has the Clark Kent. Curl that comes down the front of his fucking. For the people who don't have visuals here, this, this is not a visual podcast. He's got the fucking curly hair like Superman, like the Clark Kent with the curl down the middle of his forehead. He gets that sometimes, but it only happens when he's drunk. <laughs> so I, I don't know who coined the name. Wasted. I, I don't know who coined. So Tud over here went and made up a fantastic name that stuck to him for since. But it kind of created an animal now because now he's like proud of Clark Kent. He's like Clark Clark Kent's here. They were like here. Oh fuck! There was no. I never announced. They announced it. No, I had three beers. Oh, fuck! Put Clark back. Cause in you had this book in your mind. Put Clark back in your mind. Put him in the fucking batch. Put Clark back in the phone booth. There's literally, there's been literally, there's literally has been times where we had a club event and or whatever. It turns gets a, gets a little wild. You know, gets a little fun. You know, obviously it's you know no one gets hurt and all that. It's not a little fun and. um <laughs> Will would say to me, oh, I wasn't there last night, that was Clark. <laughs> Clarky, hey, Clarky was there. Hey, you can ask uh, So he, he, he stands by it that it wasn't him, it was Clark Man. Well, listen, you have an alter ego, that's how you get away with shit. Clark you gotta find a way. Clark, Clark made an appearance in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, that's it. Clark, Clark oh, he made an appearance where? At, at the supermarket on the on vacation this weekend. Oh, shopping for you know, some booze and some groceries. All right. Uh, What'd you pull off? <laughs> I, I, no, I, wasn't I, I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I paid over some special K bars. <laughs> no, no, the Kmart bars. But you know, like I went. You know, they were like two for five dollars. So I got in line, and there was no one online. So I walked it was out. Just out, out. Wait, time out. You know, you bought lunchables, right? Yeah. I don't remember that either. You but lunchables. Clock. No, wait, wait, no, that was a day we before. We had the special K bars. We said get in line. It was a self-checkout. The register where you go up, yes. and pay yourself, and then leave. He just walks straight out the front door. <laughs> no, 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 no one wanted to take my money. <laughs> yeah, then Brian Nobody was, wanted to take my money. <laughs> money. In the self-checkout line. That's fucking good. Yeah, you know what? It happens. So I see. So I walk out. I see Will Clark sitting directly in front of the supermarket, and he just walked out with two boxes of fucking special cables, and he's. Him and his girl are just sitting there eating special. I'm like, bro, you just walked out with that. He's like, did I? I said, yeah, bro. And he goes, they didn't want to take my money. And later on, I told him, like, bro, you just... It was a self-checkout. <laughs> He's like, no, was it? Bro, I did my Too best. late now. I did my best. I was sitting there. It wasn't like I was trying to steal anything. He was fucking <laughs> five outside off. still waiting for them to select his payment. <laughs> I wasn't moving. I wasn't curbside delivery, I guess. And yeah, got um, it's a terrible story. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, oh, I'll fuck yourself. It's all good. I I couldn't make this vacation. My schedule from work was crazy, and I I I, I I'm upset that I couldn't make it. It was actually a terrible time. We didn't have fun. Yeah, it was but you see fun. what happens when I can't yeah. be there. I made a country western song about oh, it. Oh, that would have happened way more <laughs> now. <laughs> We got uh, we we uh, we got some shit coming up, Jimmy. We got some shit coming up. 
talk about yeah, it. Some fundraiser um, shit we gotta do. Alright. We got our autism fundraiser September 15th. Yes, we do. Red, White, and Brew on 89th and 5th Avenue. Bay Ridge Brooklyn. Yeah. Everything we do is Bay Ridge. Yeah, let's. Everything Bay Ridge. We're, we're holding at uh, Red Wine Brew, Firefly, Pippins. Uh, you know, everything's going to stay local where we raise money for. Yeah. But uh, the Hungerford School for Children with Special Needs is uh, a school that my mother taught at for about 15 years. She had 25 years as an OT. Right. And she always used to speak to. Occupational therapists. Yeah, occupational therapists. For those who don't know what the fuck that means. We got to keep it visual over here. First time behind the mic, you know? That's why I don't go in the booth. <laughs> It's all right. I'm more of a green guy, if anything. But no, it's so, so it's something special to us where she used to put in that type of effort without having the proper tools. So um, the entire OT department, occupational therapy department, would uh, be lacking a lot of funding from the Board of a Education. A lot of shit that right. these kids need. Weighted yeah. blankets, uh, specialty items where it will calm down the students, help them uh, learn a little bit better. So last year we put together uh, a fundraiser. We did part one at Pippin's Pub. We did the second one at, uh, what do you call it, Firefly. Okay. And then uh, after that, we were able to raise about $4,000 uh, That's for the school. Beautiful. So this year, we're trying to beat that number. Yeah, of course. Uh, we're selling yeah, bracelets. Of course. <laughs> and it was even, you know, to a certain extent, they were weary, like going back to what we were saying before, that we, they were even going to get the money. They mm. put it out there and allowed us to sponsor them yeah. specifically because my mother was a teacher there. Right. Um, you know, and by the time we got them the money, they their drawers hit the floor. Yeah. They right. didn't realize that every dollar that we raised, plus we had donated some extra from our club uh, so. uh, to make it a, around $4,000. Right. You know, um, they didn't expect that at all. Right. So they had all the stuff they needed for the year, and this year, hopefully, we could do a little bit better. Um, you when know, is that again? That's September, gonna... September 15th at Red, White, and Brew. Okay. And basically, yeah. like, last year, what we did was the same as this year. We collect donations, money, as well as gift cards from restaurants and bars. A bunch of the local... Uh, a bunch of local bars and restaurants, without a doubt, they fucking stepped up and they, um, we all approached, we all have our, we all, we all, you know, we all went out and we knocked on some doors and we collected and, um, without Mostly a doubt. restaurants and yeah. like shops and yeah. mom and pop places. Mom and pop joints. baskets. Yeah. Anything that is donated, and, you know, even this year we Gift have cards uh, and baskets. bikes, skateboards being raffled off. Yep. Uh, if you're unable to attend uh, on Paul's page, uh, he has the I'll donation page. page. Yeah, so yeah. you can find, uh, you know, if you're unable to make any so on, donate towards a good cause. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, we'll, we'll point you in the right direction so you can donate some money yeah. for it. On Loads the Brooklyn Social Club page. page. Yeah, yeah. Let them know what the page is called. Loads of Brooklyn Social Club. On, on Facebook. On Facebook. And then on Instagram, it's at, and it's all spelled out, at Lords yeah. of Brooklyn Social Club right. yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, so. and it's everything. We, we, you know, we do like a, a, an auction, basically. You buy, you, I think last year we did like... Uh, Three for ten, seven for twenty for raffle tickets. Right. And every raffle has some buckets. So whether it's a gift card from a bar or a karate school that donated free trial classes and yeah. boxing yeah, gloves. Yeah, the yeah, dojo came through. And it made, a, it made a lot of fun. At the end of the night, we auctioned it off. We do 50 50s, yeah. which is always a huge hit. Sure. Yeah, last year, the guy donated every dime. Yeah. And he worked at the school. You know, awesome. There's a cat. Who worked at the school was a teacher who was the first <coughs> who was the first fucking guy there. Yeah, uh, and uh, he was waiting uh, waiting around for the crowd to show up. The crowd shows up. This cat winds up winning the 50-50, which is a decent amount of fucking money. And uh, what 50-50 is, if you don't know what it is, is you is 50% of it goes to the organization that you raise the money for, and 50% goes to you. Yeah. And you don't have this. You don't. You don't. You can take that money, man. Yeah, no. And uh, he. 
gave it all back to the school. You know, it's like one of those things that like that was real dope, that was real cool of the dude who did it. Yeah. You know, he wanted to work for the school and he gave it all back. Like this is one of those things that's like like is means so much to me, you know, as being the club president as far as giving back. Like that I, I, I fucking keep saying that, give it back, but it, it really like it makes everybody feel so good. Like as not like not just me as a club as a whole, like after the shit was done, after the fundraiser was done, you know, we all got back together within our own little fucking corner of Bay Ridge and we were all like, hey, you know, we did something good, you know, yeah, it feels nice. So, you know? I know I know that feeling too. Yeah, it feels good. awesome though, yeah. At the end of the day, when we actually ran the money, it was four thousand dollars. We shot. Yeah, yeah. We didn't expect that. I mean, we always try. You, you always try. Yeah. yeah. But you're actually like, holy shit. Yeah. Same shit. Like when I when I was doing when I, when I was booking shows and shit, and I was doing that stuff, it's like you'd be surprised. It's like you know, a lot of people have like, and I'm guilty of it too. It's like, ah, so many people are so fucking selfish. These persons are strong. They, you know what I mean? But when you put something together, you really realize that. A lot of fucking people help out and set the fuck up. You it's know, it's nice to see. It's fucking awesome to see. It's like I did a show. There was like fourteen bands, and it's like the it's owner of the place piece. took it out of his fucking pocket or from the bar, or whatever. Paid the sound guy. Like, like usually, like if it was a regular show, you the sound guy gets paid first, and then the bands, blah blah blah. But he paid for that, and then like every single band played for nothing. Like right. there's a band Murphy's Law. I don't know if yeah, you know Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. They they can get a chunk of money every time they play. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Gestapo the same. He was like, yeah, dude, we'll play. They played for nothing. Every band played for nothing. We brought in thousands of dollars from this little tiny fucking club with fourteen bands, and even like. Paulie Nugent was my fucking, he was my special guest MC. He would go up to the stage and announce everything between every band. Paulie's like, the best. Paulie's the fucking yeah. man. And like, there was, there was like, it was like 15 bucks cover charge. Paulie, he didn't have to fucking pay. He's no. on the bill. You know, the band members didn't have to pay. Like, band members who are playing are like, here, yeah, it's a good cause. And they're throwing 20s. Yeah. And, and that's the whole Paulie threw money and it's like, nah, man. It's like, it's, yeah. so it was, and then we also did, I'm not going to name specific places in this neighborhood because I don't know if they gave, you know, whatever, but yeah. a whole bunch of these, air, you know, bars, you know, for the fucking restaurants and shit gave us raffles. I had fucking tattoo fucking gift certificates, bars, all, all, a lot in Bay Ridge, too. Yeah. And they all gave me fucking gift certificates, and it's, it all goes That's to That's what's always been so special to me about our little neighborhood over here under yeah. the Verrazano, man. It's just that, you know, you know, people, whatever the fuck they think about Bay Ridge, whatever. Oh, everyone's a jerk off with a good heart out of here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's you know, it's, gentlemen. It's gentlemen. You know, gentlemen scumbags. Yeah, yeah, that's. I got it. Welcome to Bay Ridge. I got yeah. it. Bay Ridge. You know, I got it. Everybody works. Everybody works hard, but they take that fucking. They, they put their hand in their pocket so they're harder money, and they, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they want to fucking help out, and that's what's always been so special to me. Like when I started the club, and we started doing these fundraisers. You know, it was it was interesting to me to see because I was like, kind of on the fence, man. Like, people are gonna show, people are gonna, you know, people are gonna see a bunch of us. You know, like I said before, we look like people you wouldn't want to, like, you wouldn't want to really approach in the street. You know, but at the end of the day, except for good looking Brian, except for Brian's hands, yeah. you know. But <laughs> what did you call him, Nick? He's the heartthrob. He's the heartthrob. He's the heartthrob. <laughs> you, know? uh, you fucking see, you know, like. Like you I see me in the street, you know, whether I'm walking my dog or whether I'm walking with my family, 
I don't look like a cat that you want to approach. I don't know if it's the tattoos or my angry look that I've had on since I was six years old. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're, you know, we're there. We're fucking, you know, we're raising money. We're doing the right thing. And Bay Ridge always fucking shows up. They always turn out, man. It's awesome to see. There's like a real community in, in New York. It seems City. like it. You know, it is. It you really walk is. down the street, you see two generations of families. You know, it really like, is. I bought 10 at Pippin's Pub, like Nick said. <coughs> he bought 10 at Wicked Monk. And you get to see the same consistent people constantly coming yeah, through and there's deep roots here yeah deep very deep man. you know like my family grew up my family was here since forever you know like my yeah. my mother naturally was in North Carolina but my mother was you know doing the same thing that we're doing you know she used to tell me all the time like there's nothing that you can do that I didn't do already right. so yeah. just be careful Paul's know? parents had pictures of them dating back in the 70s yeah. you know well, he's he's Paris, Park, and like that you know? our parents were actually in Lee Ferrickson Park, and they got shot for a band cover. Like, oh, it was like a little like, yeah, bell bottom and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I don't know what the 70s band, band was called, but like, that's deep that cut. shot was the, the yeah. band. And that's, that's something that we we really pride ourselves on, too, as a club. As a club, for sure. You know, part of our um, motto is we want to improve the quality of life. In the neighborhood, in the neighborhood. Right. you know, and that's what we're trying to do. You know, like a lot of times, you you know, like like just for instance, you, we said before, you don't see block parties anymore. You don't see people pop, pop popping open to Johnny Pump and having right. a good time. You don't see we, that. We want you know. we want to bring that back. And for some reason, it, 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 you know, we may have lost it. You know, through the work grind and the hustle and that you know the rat race every day, but. You know, we're here to, you know, especially the block party, we were waving our flags saying, like, we're here and we, we want this kind of stuff to go on for our neighborhood. Yeah. Well, so we don't want to lose, yeah. lose the identity yeah. of our neighborhood. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I agree a thousand percent. Once I saw that fly come up, like, I put it up on my Instagram and I, and I was like, you know, I, I shared the shit out of it because yeah. it's a fucking good thing. I, I told my girlfriend, I'm like, it's like a fucking old school Brooklyn fucking block. That's exactly like, what it Why was. not fucking pass through? She got to enjoy the. the yeah, she was a little shy, my daughter. That's alright. But, um. My kids were there, you know, all that shit. Yeah, she was introduced. Oh, I'm bad with names, but she was introduced to a little girl. She's probably like your niece or something. It might have been my Ruby. daughter. Ruby. Ruby. Oh, it was. No, Ruby, yeah, yeah. It was Ruby. Yeah, yeah, that's Ruby my niece. That's Kate Star. See that? Look at that. She seals everything. She seals the show. That's the She's thing, the man. Like, you know, and when you do something like that, when you break the ice with some shit like that, you've, it's fucking awesome to see all the people that turn out and all the other organizations that turn out. Yeah. There's a lot of clubs and there's a lot of organizations in this neighborhood that have the same values and share the same shit that we do. You know, so when they turn out to shit like that, it's dope to see. You know, even if it's a couple guys, two, three, four, five guys, whatever the fucking case is, they're there out of respect because they they feel the same way. Right. So it's not just uh, cats are showing up for loads of Brooklyn social club shit. They feel the same fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> they're paying attention, you know, to the actual message of yeah. trying to get back and do something good. Oh, it's also for the next generation, too. Yeah. You yeah. know, where you look at uh, Andrew's kids or... Adam's boys are always hanging out still. Like they yeah, still nephews, have a, yeah. a good camaraderie. Like they're always hanging out with each other. But that's us sucking the next box. Yeah, man. You know, to get the next generation of kids to have a band of brothers is important to us too. You I know, see. Like, that's like you see their hand down a little yeah, bit. I see yeah. my nephews, and you know, like my nephews are rhyming. You know, like my nephew Hendrix produces. He makes beats. That's Adam's son. Yeah. You know, it, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, man. And I, I, I posted a picture on my Instagram last week of my son Jackie and I. And I said, uh, 
you know, they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but I don't think mine ever came off because <laughs> it's like you see shit like that, and you and you see Hendrix is pretty, you know, he's making beats like Adam was, and you see Quinn is rhyming like Cage was, right? And these guys, and you know, Jackson's rhyming, you know, and you see they're doing the same shit. Yeah, you all come from the same cloth that I did. Yeah. You know, it's tradition in a sense. It's a you lot know, of tradition. From the That's the thing. Like uh, I've known. Uh, Caves and Adams Since I was three years old Andrew's one of my Oldest friends in the Entire world Right My little brother At one point Had his face painted And was Adams' birthday clown One year <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Mikey On that one But yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not, We were raised by them And we want Their nephews You know When I We had to tie that pig A couple years ago They would come in Every day You know like they, You always want to Provide a safe place Yeah You know And hand that down Throughout the generations yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Have that sense of community Yeah It's sure. been I'm sorry yeah, yeah. No it's just it's been it's been almost easy for us and I don't say easy meaning like actual like easy because it's fucking everything's a fucking grind but what Lords of Brooklyn what my brothers and Scotty and Paul and Dino and what those cats did was they paved the way to almost make it as if yo here you go it's uh it's not as hard to keep the tradition going, to keep the name alive because of all they did in the past. So they, so, so then paving the way, and now we're doing it, we're paving the way for my nephews and their kids. Yeah. You know, and, uh, it, you, know, we, you know, we always have Brooklyn Bay Tattoo, we always have the Brooklyn Firefly, you know, to call home base, to, to, to have a safe place like how, what, like what we're saying, and these kids always have that too, like my nephews always have us, and they always have that. You know, and it it just gives them something to fucking look forward to, you know, because before we realize they're going to be our age and they're going to be doing the same fucking thing that I was doing when I was, you know, that's the thing. Like, you know, how I was the baby with Lords of Brooklyn. I have all my nephews and they're 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 all like my little brothers. Like, you know, I call them my nephews, but they're like my little brothers and they're going to they've always been with me. So whatever I was doing with my friends, they've always birthday parties fucking family gatherings, family things, you know, hanging out. We've always had at least one of at least one of my nephews here running around with us. Yeah, hey, back in with me when know, I was working at Firefly. <laughs> go to the store, go get us beers, go go here, go there. That's what you gotta do, you know, yeah. you earn your stripes, right? And yeah. that's what these kids are doing and to see them coming up, to to fucking see them rapping is something to me like, holy shit, like, you know? Yeah, of course. I'm getting older. Yeah, yeah. I, I, get the, I get a kick out of them doing stupid shit. Now I know, like, the older guys <laughs> are talking about, like, no, we know what the fuck you guys are up to. You of know, course. we already did it. My daughter now tries I see to these, be slick. It's like, come on. Now you see these idiots trying to pull the same shit on you. Right. And it's like, nah, we know what you're up Fucking to. Hendrix shook me down with $20. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, he shakes everybody down. He's like, yeah, around like a collection. Go, 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 go get me a bottle of water and come back. All right, yeah, bye. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they yeah. Never got the water either. Never got the water. And it's awesome because, like, you know, like the whole sense of, like, tradition and basically community and, like, brotherhood and all that shit. It's like... I don't know, maybe, for, I could be wrong, I don't know, it's my perception. It's like, for the most part, it seems like that really doesn't exist too much no more. It doesn't. You know what I mean? And these phones and all that shit, it kind of, you know, the family unit isn't like what it used to be like when I was growing up, nowhere fucking even. I come from a fucked up, broken fucking craziness. You know what I mean? So to keep all that and tighten it and you're all doing like the same fucking thing and passing the torch in a way. Yeah, well, you, you know, know, it's a fucking beautiful thing and it's rare to see that shit. What's you know? awesome about it is that there was no... 
it was easy. Right in that aspect. That's because, because that's how you were fucking raised. Right. I, I was I was raised with certain morals and values that my brothers instilled in me, right. and still do to this day. You know, like don't like like I said before, like don't get it twisted. Like you know, like they still do it to this day. I'm a 30 year old man with my own family. You know, they still do it to this day, and that's what makes it easy for this club, from for fucking our club, is that. We all have that same values because we all were raised in the same fucking in the same way. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, you know, everyone, we all raised by different families, obviously. But at the end of the day, we all hold the same value and, and the same structure. So that's what makes it easy for this club. But that's what, on on the flip side, that's what makes me such a fucking asshole when it comes to putting new members in because yeah. you know, I, you know, we all as a collective, we all, you know, whatever we hold sacred and the morals that we cherish and the things that we want and things that we want to do and see in other people yeah. it's not that common anymore, no man. it's fucking far so in between pulling the trigger on giving someone the Lords of Brooklyn patch is real hard for me to do yeah it's tough the one thing that you know why the process yeah of course <laughs> they had team building exercise like they're trying to build a brother the only thing we had before we put on the best was a brother. Was a brother. Yeah, right. We didn't have to build that. That's, what that's why he's the chancellor. You know, he says things that make you sense. Know, is. <laughs> what you, oh, this is Will Turf talking. I'm still talking. Not yeah, Clark Beck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look up more beers and Clark will be here. Clark will be out. We'll be talking. He changes his vest and he says Clark on it. <laughs> no, I take off my vest and I wind up on the lawn. That's the problem. But he takes you know, his hat off and the bent. Part the bent. No, but that's what differentiates us. And it is hard to to reach out to new people because you don't. They weren't raised in the same circle you were, you know what I mean? Right, All of us have course. been together since we're kids. You've been through a war together, you've, you know, you've gotten distance when shit went awry when you're 18, 22 years old. Then you come back as an adult and it's one of the best things ever to always know you have a home. Right. So that's Absolutely. that's where you're pushing out where Bay Ridge is different than everywhere else in the fucking world right, right. now. We and we're different from everybody else. Our biggest yeah. enemy is because we're all grown adults. Everyone's yeah. got their own their own social lives, everyone's got their own families, who's got their own job, who yeah. has two jobs. So it's hard for us three jobs. who've grown up with each other, who know what we're about. So now you think a stranger with those same problems, and now you have to kind of almost you know, judge him and rate him as a, as a well, quality well, yeah, yeah, but you, and, and you should because you have a, you have so a circle here to, so to bring some fucking outsider. You don't know this fucking guy really. Nah. You might know him, but it's you hard. Really know it's hard, man. It really it's hard. Hard. separates it's his personal life and the club life because he could be busy because he's a good father and a good worker and stuff, right. but not participating in the club. So it's really hard to feel out new guys without having a personal background. Of course, most of us can vouch for somebody in this club going back. I mean, I vouch for Paulie, and, and now, now look, he's the VP. <laughs> yeah, Paulie yeah, started uh, second in command guy. We yeah. have a we, we 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 have a process in this club that's called rooking into the club. And there's a, and there's a, and there's a, a lot of clubs that have prospects and things like that. We don't we don't we don't call our people prospects. We don't we don't have that. You know, like I said, but you know, we're not an MC, we're not an AC. You know, we're a single patch organization, and uh, we have it's it's called rooking into the club. It's the same type of aspect, but it's a little different, you know. So Paulie uh, started as a rook in the club. I knew Paul for years, you know, but that didn't matter. Everybody gets treated the same way, and, they had, and Paul had to rook in the club. And now he rooked in the club, you guys patch, and now he's the VP of this club, you know. And uh, this just goes to show, like, what you fucking what you put in, you know, you're gonna get back double for it. So. That's the thing, you know, it's hard for me to, you know, it's it's hard for all of us to fucking break that shell. But when you do, when you do, it's worth it, man, you know? Yeah, we're all friendly guys, but we don't like anybody. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the same fucking way. <laughs> I'm the same way. 
the one thing I admire most about the club is that it's mostly we can, we can separate friendship and business, yeah. right. especially when it comes to the rank structure. You know, things do get awkward sometimes, but no one ever literally gets mad. It, we, it's you all have an understanding. Shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. We take care of business. Everyone, and we'll everyone has a job. Everyone has a purpose. Just like anything that's a, a well-oiled machine, yeah. uh, you have to get this accomplished and make this work better. So you take you alleviate the stress off of someone else trying to do work towards the same goal. Sure. So I mean, I think that's where we've been the most successful in the last year and a half, uh, especially going forward with the fundraisers and the yep. future aspects that we want to go, you know, continue to do uh, in raising money for, uh, money for the community is the fact that we all work together. And it's not delegating, it's not, you know, you're, you're below me, you do this. It's, bro, can you help me out? I need, you know, right. we need to make this shit work so we can be the best, so we can do what we're saying we're doing. Right. And I think we've done that extremely well. That's good. And, and we're only doing it on a small small scale right now. Wait until we get a little, uh, we get the ball rolling a little bit more. Yeah. Listen, you, know, you got to start somewhere, man. It's all practice. Each yeah. fundraiser we do the year before was every a practice one. Because every now next year we know, already know what to do. You learn from your mistakes. Yeah, so they said, oh, we might be able to do this a little bit better. This little- no, we want to do, we tried doing a, you know, a, a bar crawl for the orphanage on 65th Street. Okay. Uh, kind of fell through because we came through a little late, but um, similar for similar to Toys for Tots, only just because we want to be a little different, we're going to do gifts for guardians. Okay, he donate to the local for the orphanage. Orphanage. All right, same thing concept. Donate, you know, toys to bars and all that stuff. We haven't worked out the, the, all the details, but there'll basically be a Christmas bar crawl for the neighborhood guys right. and girls. Yeah, and it'll be for the local. That'll orphanage. be a little bit more adult fun, you know. Shot yeah. in every bar, have some good times, like right. you know, let the clock out and everybody. <laughs> uh, you know, and, you know, you're doing it for a good cause. And you just receive with deliver the toys, and that's the reward right there. There you go. You know, yeah, everything doesn't have to have a, an infinite, you know, or define, I should say, smile for you to be justified in what you're doing. Right. You know, so it's uh, it's been fucking awesome, and it's, it is hard to let new people in because you don't know if they're gonna pull their weight with it. But right. everyone that we have so far has gone above and beyond. Yeah. You know, so. It, you take your friendship from one stage and then you put a patch you know, loyalty and you know something to work for because you're upholding the name for the community and it, it brings out the best of people it seems like yeah. so it's been uh, fucking awesome nobody had to throw out yet they're friends. They're still friends. You know, it's, 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 it's just not for everybody. It's just not for everybody. It is. Timing again. You know? Yeah. I hear you. It is a lot of work when it comes down to the fine details. Even throwing a fundraiser. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know. Yeah. The vacations are fun. Drinking at the bar is fun. All that shit is fun that you can do on your own. But if you can put the time aside to actually make the meetings, make the commitments, be at everything, and then bust your ass and make it successful... That kind of changes yeah, something in some people, you know? Yeah. But, you know, they thought it would be a social club. It was like, but not the, you know, another, you know, other clubs or like old people organizations where you're sitting there and you're paying $2 for a beer at a bar right. and paying your membership and you do nothing past that. Like, right. you, you're here to work. You're here for a different, uh, yeah. you're here to a different shit together. You know, like you guys said, to give back. In whatever way you guys can, and there's no manual that says how to do these things. So no, it's a lot. There's a lot of groundwork. You know, research your permits for a block party. Yeah, you know, it's it's easy until you have to start going to priests and asking for it, or making right. phone calls to get the approval. Or a lot of people going flap and fucking these ten restaurants are going to donate. Oh, come see me Tuesday. Come see me Thursday. Come see me. You know, you got to actually and you go, go. and you and have to fucking you. pound the pavement and go exactly. and take. You know, everybody can flap all day long. while working your job while oh, doing whatever with kids. And Who's going on a beer run? 
Man, everyone gets quiet now, right? Batteries ran out. We were just talking about community and how everyone <laughs> steps up. Yeah, <laughs> all that shit up, bro. <laughs> President pulling his way. What's going on? My car's like five blocks away. I'm not going. I don't, I don't drink and drive anymore. <laughs> Will, <laughs> Will, uh, Will gave me this beer like fucking seven weeks ago. Oh, it's still good. It's so good for you. Look at it. It looks like a fucking coffee, man. What is it? I thought it was a case. I don't know. Oh, the case of molasses. Case of molasses. Nah, no, I'm good. It's the only beer no. in the fucking. Taste the molasses. Taste the molasses. This is cool. I don't know. No fucking idea. Let me taste it. I'll tell you. It looks like again. It looks darker. It's, than it's definitely a nitro status. I love this. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's the only beer in the fridge right now. So that's what's getting. Look, look now everyone's gonna drink my shit, don't put, don't and uh, I'm not gonna have any more. Why you hurt this? Yeah, to hurt. He's like, no, no, no. The hot dog. Leave the hurt. Leave the hurt to the hot dog conversation. Strong. It's amazing. It does taste like coffee. Oh, it's a Newberg Mega Boss. Wow. See? <laughs> Whatever that is. I was a, yeah, I was, I was a chef for a long time, and then I got into beer. I like this. Good gig. Yeah, I wanted gig. to go to culinary school at, at, at one point in my life. I wanted to go to culinary school. And they didn't want to give you a knife, so you didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. So I went and got some rifles. There was no tattoo waivers in uh, culinary school. No, no, no. I, they, they did not allow me in there. <laughs> Well, you didn't need an SAT score to get in, Josh. I didn't you know, think I got it. I, I, uh, it's better off. I cook every day at work now, anyway. Did it, Mikey get it there? Yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Well, Mikey went like in the doors. Did he get SATs? Know, no, and I don't even know if he took them. But Probably not. <laughs> yeah, he went there. He was there for four years. I just think he went in for like a trimester. But Mikey is Will's little brother, which is all and, and all, and all of our little brother. Okay. And he's also our, he's a rook right now. And now and Mikey gotcha. is uh, essentially what I was to the original Lords of Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, he is to us. He is, he's been around us since he was a kid. Whenever we were doing some bad shit. Busting balls. We would, have, we would have to give Mikey a blockhead start to run away. Because <laughs> well, he started it too. Like he, was, you know, he was, uh, you know, he was, he's, 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 he's a little brother. Yeah, did, did you know? hear what Mike said to uh, Pat when we were at the water park? What? When Pat was like mouthing off and being loud and on the line, he's like, he starts walking away. He goes, "Pat, you know it's bad when I'm walking away." <laughs> <laughs> Mike is a character of someone. He is uh, our little brother, and I, uh, he's got his uh, he's got his personality, which is um, he's funny, the yeah. funny cat. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like a lot of times he's uh, played the little brother role and. Made him who he is now, as far as he's not afraid to say anything to anybody. But also, it shows what it takes to be in the club. Like he's Will's little brother, my little brother, but he's still going through the process. Oh, he's a rook now. He's no, still no. rookie. Yeah, let's not get that. He has to go through the whole process. Right? I, he, no one gets a freebie. He not, and you know, this is this is a cat that would go to the end of the earth. For uh, yeah, you can take that. I'm like, I'm gonna answer it. This is Matty Biz. This is a cat that would go to the end of oh, yes. the end of the earth for us, and he tells me all the time, "I'm probably going to hell for you." And it's so just it, uh, he, he, uh, you know, he's. Oh, a, we're doing the podcast. Yo, Pat. Yo, what are you doing? Walk away, Tush. Come on, you still got that secretary patch? You still got that secretary patch? One of our club members, Matty Biz. Maddie, Maddie Bay is one of our club guys who just recently got his patch. I don't know why, I don't know what he's calling about. Sometimes we go along, yeah, he's, calling, he's, he's calling the Sergeant Arms, he ain't calling me. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Maddie B. 
Maddie Biz. I did a podcast with Maddie Biz back in the day. We used to have a podcast called Gym Nation. It was a live podcast. And uh, Maddie B has been my boy uh, since 2006. That's the. And Rook. Still Rook. Maddie B still Rook. Everyone Rook. He was yeah. up for the founding four. The fir- uh, first four. <laughs> uh, you know, me, Joey, uh, uh, Nick, and Will. Everybody else became a Rook in this club and they wanted up. Getting their patches. That was good alphabetical order. Getting their was that alphabetical yeah, order? That was yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Getting that really? <laughs> that was nice. That's nice. <laughs> wow, that was alphabetical. <laughs> Me, Johnny, <laughs> fucking nigga, Will. Um, How did you pick that? Chances, I'm idiot. Survived. Chances. I was like, really? I didn't even remember the four fucking names. Like, yeah. Yo, when we go someplace and we talk to people for like fundraisers or whatever the fucking people, we, we send them Will. Everybody <laughs> expects me to like come up and like. All right, like you're used to being behind the crowd and being on a microphone. You talk. I'm like, nah, we'll, you know, like yeah. we'll go talk to them and we'll talk to these people. And I'm like, great, thank God he's doing it because I'm not doing it. You know, like uh-huh. I'm, I'm good to go on stage and fucking rock and do what I gotta do. But as I'm far as talking to people, it's a different, it's a different animal. Not me, man. Yeah, not me. Yeah. I need a few beers to get loose, but I haven't shut the fuck up in the last ten minutes. So yeah, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> So you want to? You guys want to just one more time fucking say what's up with the with your your charity event? Like kicking us out, Jimmy? Jimmy's over there kicking us out of my own house. <laughs> I'm not kicking nobody out anywhere. John Travolta's up next on episode 64. <laughs> we gotta go. He charges like 400 for a fucking appearance. His career is in the old tube by now. You could get him for nothing at this point. No, bro. Did you see all the fucking animals over there? Yeah. He just played oh, Gotti, yeah. man. I didn't see it. I saw it. People shit on it. I didn't think it was that bad. I don't know. Uh, like fucking great, great guy. guy. Bang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great, great fucking guy. guy. And I can't even. I don't even want to see this new one. I saw it. it. I did such a great job. It, was it wasn't too bad. It's. I don't I don't know, it's, it's, he'll always be Tony Manaro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or the guy from Two-Face. Or Vince Vane. You know, like, yeah, that, I like that one. That's what I said. Or the guy from Two-Face. <laughs> the guy from, you know, from Two-Face. I don't know about you know? him playing the fucking Teflon Don, uh, the fucking Teflon Don over here, but I don't know. It wasn't that bad. I'm not going to shit on it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, know, right. I, you know, I like John Travolta. He's I a phenomenal actor. I just, I, I feel like you, I you saw it. both of them. Who played a better guy? Oh, fuck it. I'm on the sound. Well, that, <laughs> that fucking 1996 H, it was an HBO movie. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It was fuck. I recently watched it probably about six months ago for the first time in like five years. Yeah, it's, a it's a fucking incredible movie. Oh, yeah. he, he saw watching The Sopranos. Nick saw oh, watching The Sopranos again. Got me yeah. that phenomenal fucking show. You yeah. watched it again? I've been watching it again nonstop. There's constant debates on, on uh, who is TV's. <laughs> Uh, favorite lead lead guy in who's the, the boss uh, of the bosses if you in a show no not just the boss of the bosses but like the favorite lead character that you love to hate in most TV people shows. Like say Gandolfini a lot of people say James Gandolfini as Tony Soprano or Walter White Walter White from Breaking Bad Fuck. I couldn't get into that, that show yeah, yeah. Something, I don't know but you, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna second turn I had a on this I never I couldn't get into it it starts slow that's my thing here look dude when I was able to now for another fucking 427 hours Shows. I'm big on shows. I watch a lot of shows. It's brutal, man. Bro, I fucking. It's thick. It's thick. Cut it with a knife. What do you do? Open it. My thing is, 
the pilot episode, right? The pilot episode of Breaking Bad of any show, all right. In general, I don't care what show it is. The pilot episode nah, friend should be able to grasp me right away. I shouldn't have <laughs> a lot of cats say for fucking uh, Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones or all these big shows that are going on. I don't. You know. need to watch three episodes. No, 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 no. no. no, no. I don't. Walking Dead captured me on the first episode. The Sopranos, Friends, all these major shows. <laughs> They capture me on their first. I don't want to give three episodes to you. Yeah, Watch there's such a character. character? You have but listen, hold on one second. One second. One second. One second. I'm out on this. Breaking Bad. So we got 427 more hours. Let me That's tell you, the first fucking minute and a half. If you're not sucked in, like what the fuck is happening? I wasn't. Oh, yo, I bro, the guy is in tidy whities with two guns and his dead in a fucking meth lab and he's shooting the cops right. with his fucking underwear on. <laughs> what the fuck is happening in the middle of the desert? I look at myself in tiny white with two rifles every morning. That was Clark Bentley. I deal with that at Clark all the time. <laughs> you know how many times I've seen grown men in tiny whites holding two rifles? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah, you're right. Capture me, bro. You know? <laughs> get my attention. <laughs> yes. I, I get dressed in the morning and holding my fucking bro. rifles, bro. Dude, he's still the father from Malcolm in the Middle to me. That's what blew me. I've never even seen that show. That's why Maybe that's why you like it, but it, he fucked that fucked my whole shit up. Maybe like he, like he got a try. divorce and just went fucking batshit crazy. Everyone Girl, talks about it. Yeah. I gotta get pay for the Alamori. I got an idea. I'm gonna make that because I'm a sick bastard chemist and he fucking becomes a bro, it's fucked. I, I heard it. One of the best shows. I heard it even has ties into Walking Dead, like some kind of crazy deep cut shit where they're saying that that meth, fucking that meth, that blue, like, oh, yeah. like oh, that yeah? blue. No, 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 no. They're saying that that blue, whatever the fuck he had, that blue shit, whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. It was meth. That was, right? was the blue the meth. White fucking yeah. meth. In one of the first episodes of Walking Dead, the cat Daryl goes to his brother Merle's motorcycle and takes out his shit, <coughs> and he pulls out a fucking Ziploc bag filled with things. And in that Ziploc bag is blue crystals. So a lot of people saying like, yo. Oh, that's some people want to strike up internet conversations. And Merle was buying meth off of fucking Walter White. They're in the same universe. On the same TV channel, right? I don't know fucking know. Who the fuck knows? We can play this game all fucking day. We can. Bro, you can go to fucking websites and and you can break down. But you would have to, you would have to. What do these people do? (laughs) Who are living, bro? Who does this? Who does this? Oh, who, who, no, no, who like makes websites? But who makes websites to dissect fucking like virgins? People who are bored? Virgins. I, I don't know, man. Virgins. Virgins. But yo, there's there's websites that you can go on to after you watch all of Breaking Bad because if you, if you go on to them before you're done, then it fucks it up. Yeah. Bro, there's certain things like the neighbor's house, like the wife, everything is fucking purple with her. Then there's this. There's certain things, the meth lab underneath the dry cleaner shit, everything is red. There's certain things that people wear during certain times. It's all, it's like the movie The Shining. It's oh, like there's so name. much symbolism. Yeah, sure. That I kind of think that shit is cool, but I'm not going to fucking stop blogging it up. Yeah, who does sense. that? That's what I'm, I'm not going to do that. You mean you know, your own blog and stuff? I blog. <laughs> I fucking put this up and people listen. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people actually listen. I don't know why. Yeah, not after this episode. No. Nah, <laughs> 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 It'll be fine. Everyone says that too. But sometimes I'm like, hey, I don't know if that was really too good. And, and I listen back and like, you have fucking cool. LBSC in the house, man. Like, yeah, fucking in your house. I got 
gotta get Jackie Boy on that fucking new album, man. I, like I said before, I told Adam about it. He was all, he was like, yo, get him in here. You know, he's all about it. Jackie. My son just turned six. And he's the spitting image of me. He's my clone. Everybody Everyone smiles. Everybody. Smiles. But he, he doesn't smile. I was going to say, because he always looks mean. No, everyone says he has a smile. He's always in a bad mood. mood. No, he's just. He's about his business all the time. He's about business. He's about everything and anything and keeps smiling, bro. That kid's got an awesome smile. One of the smartest kids I've ever seen in my life. Didn't he say he loves clocks? He breaks down clocks on the You know, a couple months back, I was outside his house. I came by and said, what up, the angel? And I had my I had my the watch I usually wear, and Jackie he's Took like, oh, that's a, nice, that's a nice watch. Can I see it? He looks at it, and he goes, it's the wrong time, and he hands it back. This kid is uh, he's something special, man. I, you know, everyone says it about their children, but Jackie is some other he, he's some other shit, man. He's on some other shit. He's uh, kids are into into superheroes and things like this, and the, uh, you know. I got Spider-Man tattooed on my fucking leg. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he he is not. He, he's he's into Lionel trains and clocks, man. That's like, cool. This kid, I'll buy him a toy, right? Whatever, with like moving parts and gears and shit like that. I'll buy him a toy. This cat builds it, right? He, like he'll build it. He don't even need my help. He's like, no, Dad, watch me build it. I got this. <laughs> he'll build it, and then he'll want to take apart the toy. Like the like with the, like with there's a toy with gears and shit like that. He'll take apart to see how it works. The shit that's screwed in. He'll like get a screwdriver and un- just to see how it works. Like why it's making these things turn. The kid is that's he's, awesome. uh, he's uh he's gonna be an engineer. He so says he says he wants to be a firefighting engineer on spaceships. That's he wants to wow. work on spacecrafts. That you can join Trump's. I was Jackie Boy is uh like I like I said, like you know, the fucking time turns and the and the tables turn and this thing, um, you know, the Lords of Brooklyn thing, it you know, it doesn't go away. Because the first thing or the second thing? The second thing. Oh. Because it it doesn't <laughs> go away. You know, we have you know it's just it is it is what it is. Jackie Boy sees all, he's around all of us all the time. Jackie, you know, and it's the same way for me. When I was growing up, there was a lot of guys in my house all the time. There was a lot of people, you know, around me. And now Jackie's got that. Jackie's got all of us. He's, he's just got, a lot smarter. Than he's just a lot smarter <laughs> than I was. Yeah. I wasn't he's dissecting right things. Now. I was, <laughs> right. you know, I was the cat who, uh, like, you get a. Toy, I was playing with the box, you know what I'm saying? Jack's opening up the fucking toy and seeing what's going on. You know, Jackie's a different, he's a different cat for sure, you know? And that's all of our little Jackie boy, you know? That's good though. In an age where kids are fucking glued to iPads and yeah. phones and shit. It's true. Right. That's why I was saying it's good with the whole you know, and the tradition shit. Jackie's, you know, but the thing about that, Jackie's got his iPad. I bought the kid an iPad, whatever. He wants to take it apart? No. <laughs> but he's got his iPad, but Who's he's Steve not... Who's Steve Jobs thinking? He's not... Like, it's fucking it's all wrong. wrong. Yeah. It's all wrong here. Yeah, Steve Jobs. He was a jerk. He's, he's got... Jackie watches videos on trains and things like this, and my brothers get a kick out of it because they love trains for a completely different reason why Jackie loves trains. But, you know, so they so they get a kick out of it. Every time they come over, they're always drawing Jackie some new trains and shit like that. But he, he, he's watching on, on his iPod, he, on, on his iPad, he watches train videos and, like, 
how these trains were built and he's into the Titanic and why it sank and all this type of shit. And I'm like, I don't even know why it sank. Jack, I... Iceberg. He's like, no, no, it wasn't the, the iceberg, really. You know? Sounds like he's watching documentaries that I'm only watching. Bro, <laughs> I come into the house the other day and my son's watching space documentaries <laughs> and I'm like... I'm down with it. Like, I'm like, yo, this is awesome. So, uh, shit that I would watch now, I'm 30. You know, so this is like, I would sit down, I'm sitting down with him and I'm watching space documentaries. And he, he's got the subtitles on, he can't even read. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand, bro, the kid's something else. Dude, didn't bro. he have uh, Caves building, tra- drawing trains for him one day? Yeah, Caves was over the house, he was drawing trains. And Jackie was telling him, like, nah, that's not how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just funny, like, you know. Like, yeah, it's funny when you're young. It's not funny when you're old. I watched a bunch of documentaries about rats. This kid wouldn't stop talking about rats. I watched, I watched rats. a fucking rat documentary. Yeah, with the cute. fucking bug in its neck. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be cute if Jackie was talking about it. If I was talking about it, my girlfriend's like, yo, Kajoy, shut the fuck up. I was trying to make me a vegan for six months after he watched one documentary on my house, bro. Yeah, I want one Everyone's got to be a vegan for now. This kid comes to my house and, and he's like, Yo, Drew, did you see a documentary on rats? And I was like, I don't watch things about rats, bro. And he's like, No, 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 you got to watch this. And he went bro, all night. <laughs> about, yo, yo, bro, you got to stop fucking, glorifying rats. Like, stop, yeah, stop fucking glorifying <laughs> rats. Yo. Oh, is the champagne up for grapes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have champagne? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have champagne. Here comes Clark. <laughs> you can drink it, man. I don't even know I had it. Who basically ate that? Break that open, man. Let's go. Yo, let's fucking drink it. It's a celebration, dude. Six point beers. Yo, we're here with the Brooklyn Blast Furnace fo- <laughs> fucking podcast, drinking it's champagne it. on a first <laughs> on a on a plastic table. It's it. Doing it big out of the bottle. L O B S C. Hey, with Jimmy. It's the first, uh, first time you ever popped a bottle on that? It's the first. <laughs> Strange things. Strange things. Anything can happen. Strange things have happened, for sure. That's it. Well, this is going to turn into drunk history in about 12 minutes. Oh, Chill. that's great. 12 minutes. I, I think we're already there. All right. We're already there. Uh, but, you know, it's just, you know... You know, when when you reached out to me and you told oh, me this that... this wasn't a special bottle or something like that. I don't think it was. I didn't buy it, so... I don't know. I don't, that, that could be from 2012, bro. I have no idea what that's from. Aged. Nice. You gotta get cups, man. You gotta there's, let it there's, breathe. There's, there's, cups there's, there's, there's paper cups in the counter. Yeah, you, yeah. Yo, to paint the picture, <laughs> to paint the picture for you guys listening in, um, we're on the second floor of my house, which I'm doing construction on. <laughs> and uh, you think, I wonder if there's gonna be an echo to these people. That's what I was worried about. With the don't worry about it. With the equipment, <laughs> Jimmy tells me. Jimmy comes in. He's like, yo, like a lot of people here. He's like, yo, turn the AC off. It's gonna sound like a factory in here. Yeah. And I was sweating balls. Of course we are. But, All uh, of us are. I'm definitely gonna. You took your vest off an hour. I took my vest off an hour. Nobody has hats on anymore. So, <laughs> we're in the house. There's nothing here. So if you saw, if you if, if you guys hear an echo. It's because we're in an empty room, rocking, <laughs> drinking champagne, fucking paper cups, punk rock, punk, punk rock <laughs> style. Clocky's pouring us some champagne now. Let's let's hear the fizzes. You guys hear the fizzes? The fizzes. No more coffee. Fizz. Super fizzy. Ah <laughs> uh, well. This is what it is. So when you when you reached out to me, asking me to do the podcast, one of the first things I said to Jimmy, I was like, Yo, Jim, I was like. uh how many guys you want here? I don't care. You know? And he was like, I don't give a fuck, you know? And I was yeah. just like, um, we have a lot of, we have, we have a, a decent amount of members, 
you know, we're gonna really gonna pack in. I was like, what do you need? He's like, bro, bring as many guys as you can. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. You know? no, yeah. That was just that was just the funniest thing. Like it was just like, yeah, I don't care. I did I did one. It was uh, Salud. There was a book. Salud. Hello. There was a, a book that came well, out. Well, that's always the plan, right? There was a book that came out. It was uh, graffiti in New York hardcore, and we had like seven people on the podcast at one time, and it was a little crazy. Thank you, you know? Jimmy, for having us. Thank you. Anytime. Anytime. Fizzy bubble. Fizzy bubble. Yeah, it's like had to go on the roll. Huh? Had to go with seven guys. That's why, like, right before we we. we before I press record, it was just like some of it gets crazy. A lot of that one was crazy yeah. because it was the first time we did. It was like seven people plus. At the time, I was doing doing. It was like ten people total on a stage at a club in Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh wow! So it was crazy. So everyone's all telling graffiti stories. This one, this one, that. Sounds like a bad racket show. It was awesome though. I mean, it was it was it was fucking fun. But this is yeah. This is uh. I usually have like one or two people. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but I don't give a fuck, man. Like, like I said, whatever we say, we say. Jimmy told me, he was like, yo, the more the merrier. And I was like, I can't buy that because I'm <laughs> oh, not bringing God. my whole, I'm not bringing this whole club it? in here. Yeah. I was like, That's I'm it. not bringing the whole club in here, man. Right now you're sitting, you got, you got all the officers of the club and, uh, uh, should've got Mikey and just let him have his own 10 minute segment. <laughs> first four oh. members of the club, you know, we got, we have all officers and, uh, and, uh, we're all the first four members. Hey, club. Yeah, yeah, we got 18. plenty of we got we got we got plenty more, <laughs> plenty more guys. But I don't want to flood that, flood that microphone. Twelve to be. Well, shout out to the guys that are on here. Oh, yeah, shout out to fucking Matty Biz. Shout out to Chazzy. Ragu. Ragu. Mikey Turbs. Pat. Pat. Charles. 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 You know, shout out to all our guys. Shout out to all our brothers. You know, I mean, dude, we're fucking, as you can see, very fucking. Dude, we're down to do this podcast whenever the fuck you want. Like, it's, it's just, it's, like you know, that's why. Like, I I love doing the podcast and shit. I was telling Jimmy, I was like, this is one thing the FCC hasn't touched yet. So right. the FCC hasn't regulated our podcast, and for you cast listening in, the FCC regulates every fucking thing that you do. Yeah, music wise, you can fucking talk about. It. You want to be creative and you want to have freedom of speech and all this type of shit. But FCC regulates shit. And podcasting, for some reason, I don't know, it's above my head, they haven't touched podcasting yet. No. The only, the only way, I mean, people, you have to be a really big podcast with a lot of sponsors. And then if you, somebody says something, I don't have no fucking sponsors. You know what I mean? This is me. I will be a CEO sponsor you. You don't have that money. We don't have that kind of money. We don't have that kind of money. It's money. So it's like... <laughs> I don't have no sponsors And even if I did It's like alright Well I didn't get into this To really fucking make money anyway You yeah. know what I mean It kind of goes back To what we were talking about before How How Everyone's like on their phones And they, they, there's There's, a, there's a, a thing That seems like it's going on That like a lot of people Don't really talk face to face Yeah Like I could be Facebook friends awesome. With somebody And then I'll walk down the street And I'll see them But I, we won't say anything to each other yeah, I hate that man You know what I'm saying that. I hate So it's that like a, a big reason It's like Let's get fucking get together. Like I never met you. Well, I met I met a couple of you guys briefly at the at the block party. But yeah, it's like, we don't know each other. Right. So it's like, all right, who gives a fuck? Like I, I'll bullshit with anybody. Yo, people yeah. stop him all the time. Why? For, for being friends on Facebook. Like, Are you that guy? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is that cute guy from the video? So, so it, it goes like it's like I'll sit down and bullshit with anybody. You know, I'll sit down and bullshit with anybody. 
you know, and it's, it's what are we doing here? I do it too. It's just nice to have someone to bullshit back. You know? <laughs> 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 you know. See how that shit works out? Uh, that's fucking good. Yeah, that's the thing with the club, man. It's just, you know, a lot of our shit is face-to-face shit. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very adamant. These guys probably hate me for it, but I'm very adamant about face-to-face type yeah. of shit. You know, we have our meetings and we do our thing. But it's face-to-face shit. Yeah, we have group chats and text messages. We have have those meetings where even if it's nothing important to talk about, there's always stuff to talk about. Of course. It's easier, you know, undivided attention and all that. People, and and it's like, like I'm looking at you and I'm talking to you. It's like a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but people like, oh, you know, I'll do your podcast, you know, uh, you know, how do you do it? You know, can can we do it over the phone? Mm. It's like... Nah, nah, man. How? I'd rather there's no vibe there. You're right. I would love to do one. You can make one over the phone. Just have people like in the fucking Taco Bell drive-through line, just ordering crazy shit. Right, but that's not. It's, I guess. Wow. I don't want to do that. Like, there's people that I know that will like that live in like in California right. that I would love to have on. For sure. But I'm not gonna do it over the phone with you. I'd rather yeah. fucking sit down and shoot the shit and you have a conversation. Jimmy hit me up about uh, about doing this episode and. Uh, he was, you know, he was, he was kind of like, well, whatever, whatever, you know. And I was like, all right, well, this is, as long as we fucking sit down and talk like gentlemen and yeah. fucking be in person, I'm down with it. So that, like, that was our thing. Like, he was like, yo, I'm very easy about it. And I was like, me too. And right. hence, we're here on a plastic yeah. table, you know, balls, balls off, hot in the devil's dick in here, you know, whatever. But Smart you know what? We're here, you know, doing the podcast in person. That's what. That's what struck me about the podcast and shit. You know, like yes, I had my own podcast. I was doing my own podcast, but when Jimmy reached out with the Brooklyn with the uh, Brooklyn Blast Furnace, I was like, all right, awesome. Like, let's do as long as we can get everyone together. Yeah. That's why I was like, Jimmy, you sure you want all these motherfuckers yeah, like, in the same room? Jimmy was like, yes, I need all those guys here in the yeah. same room. Like, let's and then give me a down. picture of everybody. Let's and then sit one down. Person in the picture. <laughs> so I have to paste it in because you cannot have the hard drive in the phone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, you gotta have like the hands on Youngest person, like youngest group that you ever did. Us. Like, us. I'm gonna go out and say that right now on the limb. LBSC is probably the youngest cast you've ever had on this podcast. Youngest age wise? Yeah, yeah. No, actually, no. Ah, uh, come on. Episode 19, I had my daughter on. Oh, ah, that's, 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 that's family. That's and my daughter. All right, she, she made me look like a retard. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was reading me fucking second grade questions. She's like, Dad, what's an open number line? <laughs> if you're in second grade, I don't know what that is. Let's get Jackie up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No they change the way you teach math now, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They changed uh, it all. It's ridiculous. They, yeah, they Four teachers in the classroom, everybody doesn't know nothing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, yeah, they changed yeah, it all. Yeah, besides my daughter, I would probably have to say you guys. Oh, it's, it's weird. Like, talking to kids in, like, their early 20s, they don't know how to, like, communicate. No, no. Zero man. fucking idea. No. There's a guy I work with. Fucking guy is... Fuck you doing? It's like <laughs> IQ of a fucking toenail. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yo, they have like, yeah. no social skills. They don't know how to joke around with each other, take a joke. No. You know, like, I think the hardest part about growing up is learning how to take a joke, you know, because like, that's all we do is balls. Listen, if I don't break your balls, I don't fucking like you. Yeah, that's that's how I grew up. We spent most of our lives sitting on my boy's uh, porch. Busting each other's balls. That's yeah. what you did. One kid, we busted this kid's balls so hard we never saw him again. Of course. <laughs> well, that's what I did too. Because you know, we didn't make a cut. We were bored. So yeah. what do you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they they know, but no other. one else can. 
you know, no one from outside the circle could ever say a fucking bad word about anybody, you right. know? Jackie asked me about Pooch today. Did he? Yeah, he did. My boy Pooch. We had a friend oh, of ours who, uh, who uh, passed away very young, and uh, we uh, we wear his uh, we we have a pin of his face. There it is. That a friend made of ours, by, uh, Jenna Morello. Jenna, Jenna Morello, great artist. She's an um, artist, and she made up these pins um, for us for Phil. And I, we all wear his pins. He's he's one of us, and uh, we miss him dearly. And uh, when I was getting ready to come upstairs and uh, do the podcast, I had my vest laid out on my bed. And Jackie comes running in the room, and he's like, uh, he's looking at my vest. You know, he J- Jackie, this kid's so sharp, man. He he asks me about the club all the time. He uh, he wants to know. He's you know he wants to know everything. He, you know, he's got he, weekly twenty one. You know, yeah, you have to be twenty one <laughs> to get into LBSC. I give him a twelve. He uh, I give eighteen. He asks about the club all the time, and he's you know he's always interested because uh, like I said before, he sees all these guys all the time. So, and he see, if I guess it was the first time he saw the pin of uh, Phil Pooch. He saw the pin on my vest, and he was like, "Who's that?" So I told him about Phil, you know, and uh, it was just it was just interesting like that he was you know he picked that up, he picked up on it, you know. We've all got people who we love who passed away that can't be with us, and uh, Phil was one of us. And that's that's why the, the cats who know him or, or, or who knew him uh, wear him. If you knew him, you were a lucky person. Yeah, and that's the person who they were talking about. We sit sit on his porch, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I was only there a couple times, but uh, these guys were there all the time on his on you know on his porch. And uh, that's his mother. That, that's that's lacking too, like stoop nights. Stoop nights, shit like that. Oh, no. People don't know what a stoop night is, bro. Hanging on the corner on the mailbox on oh. the bench. Four yeah. square because all you had was a yeah. your house, you know. Came out from dinner, went up to the corner, waited for the next person came up, then mm-hmm. chilled all night. Yeah. Phil's, uh, go fucking, there used to be fucking 50 kids in the fucking schoolyard at night. Yeah, for oh, sure. Drinking oh, 40 more. and smoke. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah more. Nine. You used to have fucking problems with the other fucking schoolyard. There'd be fucking 80 kids yeah. going to the <laughs> other one's pot. It's getting... <laughs> I met Paul. I met Paul. I was supposed to beat him up. That was yeah. our. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. I squashed the beef. That was my teenage years. It was fucking Park versus oh, Park graffiti beef. This year. That was our teenage years. It was all growing up fighting now, but it was always. Pretty much gentleman fights for the most part, you know. Yeah. It, it was all good times going on. You know, it could be a fucking, it could be a Friday night. You walk past every fucking schoolyard. There's nobody in schoolyards. No. There's no one there after school anymore. I don't know where the fuck there these kids go. go. We used go to play. We used to play basketball for hours on, on, you know, on end in the summer. Those would turn into more fights than beef between. A lot of times we would turn into fights, but you know. You play basketball with each other, you fucking, and you know, like you were saying, you know, the, the crew comes running through your fucking neck of the woods, and who the fuck, the fuck is that guy? Who yeah, these guys, you know, it is what it is. You always you know? have that one person that you hang out with who's always a little troublemaker. There's always that. Guy. Yeah, we had plenty of Pretty much everybody. I was that guy for a while. Hey, you gonna fucking pull a Jimmy tonight? Nah, I'll try not to. <laughs> <laughs> Clark, you were Clark? Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was for, a, funny, for a while. Mid '90s was bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. Then hangovers start getting a lot worse. Yeah. So, um, That's when yeah, you but then, yeah, but then that's when you get up and you wake up, and next thing you know, you're in a vicious cycle, and you wake up and you're drinking in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chow beers. Chow bits. It's, you know what? It's happened. I just it's discovered no four. Yeah. I just discovered shower beers recently. It's fucking shampoo. Heineken. One of these cats turned out the shower beers. Thanks, dude. Wait, tell us about that. I had no. I had no idea. I had no idea what shower beers were. Uh, you're not going to shower beers. You I bring a shower know. to a beer, you listen, take a shower, you drink the beer. I elevated beers were listen, the thing too. I didn't go to college. Elevated beers, stand no. meals. I didn't drink beers. Beers. I fucking, <laughs> you know, beers. I didn't go to college. <laughs> I wasn't part of uh-huh. a fraternity or not, none of that shit like that. I didn't go to college. A lot of these guys did. I didn't deal, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do that. It wasn't for me. I Got out of school. I got out of high school. I worked construction, and then I joined the military. So that I, that college shit was. I had no idea yeah. what shower beers were <laughs> until like recently, like very recently. When one of these guys, I forget who one of the motherfuckers were, but yeah, yo, you should have a beer in the shower. Yeah, I feel. I, I, of course, I wasn't the one, but I feel like I invented that shit. <laughs> Ninety-two. I'm in the shower. A beer in the shower beer. is nice, man. It's, it's right. a fucking. It's a fucking great feeling. It's very we nice. should do. We should do elevator beers. Rich Luke used to go in my house. In my old apartment, I live on the fifth floor, and we got like, all right, come on, so we gotta get it. He goes, well, we gotta get beers for the for the elevator. Which is always good. Elevator takes two minutes. You're right, so let's take two. Rich is always good to that. Shout out to our boy, Little Rich. Little Rich. He's a friend of ours. Uh, not in the club, but uh, might as well be. You know, he's one of us. He's he's our he's our boy. Yeah. Little Little Richie. That's my fucking dude. Thank God for Lourish. I may not have ever gone back into plumbing. That's that's our dude right there. Yeah, you know. And on where it goes, bro. And that's it. You know. Are we moving on to the road beers? Or is it- <laughs> <laughs> road beers. Road beers. Road sodas. We could we could always do fucking part two, three, four, and five. I don't give a fuck. Oh, now now I'm telling you, now seeing what it's about and seeing how. Easy going it is. This yeah. is fucking awesome. I'd be down to do it again yeah, in a second. Yeah, and I'm anyone out there listening, if Jimmy asks you, hop on that shit. It's a good time, man. Just fucking hang out and shoot the shit. That's what I tell everybody. It's like some people will be hesitant, like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'm like, listen, just don't worry about it. Like, I'll talk to somebody for a half hour outside of my job, and I'm like, Dude, come on the show. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, we would just talk for a half hour. <laughs> yeah. It could have been a half a fucking episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we had a show before these guys came on that we were talking for another We were talking for like a half hour yeah. before it was on. And, and have we changed anything? No. 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 It's the same exact thing. The temperature changed. It's just the temperature yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the Cheers. fuck are you seeing? <laughs> Brooklyn Blast Furnace and right. the Brooklyn Social Club. Yep. Hi, uh, September 15th, make it out. Autism fundraiser, red, white, and brew, 89th and 5th. Oh, sounds like a plan. Special shout out to all our supporters. Yeah. My family, the Turbirds, the Lorians, everyone that comes out, my the girlfriend, rest. our wives, <laughs> everyone that comes and actually, you know, stands by us while we're going crazy trying to get us together. Okay. Thank you all. Most definitely shout out to, to Yeah, everyone that earned their brownie points right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely shout out to the wifey man. She does with a lot of my shit. She can probably hear us right now. Yeah. She pr- she's downstairs. She Thanks, Jen. No, no, no. trying to sleep. Definitely shot us. He's taking apart the floorboard right now to see how I can get up here. She does, she, I know. She does do a lot of shit with us, you know? We got, we got, what up? We have the autism fundraiser coming up. Right. We have the veterans Veteran Day in November, November. November. Gift for Guardians in December. The gift for Guardians in, de- in December. This is all good shit that you cats um, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. Facebook. Keep up with the events. Come by, show love. 
Follows in your life. Yep. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, follow. Follow the heartthrob Brian home. Whatever. Like whatever events and flyers that you guys post, I'll I'll fucking share it and fucking put the whole deal up. It's, it's, a lot of people. I say I say it kind of often on the show too. It's like back in the day, like before the internet was big. <laughs> it's like you know, back back in the day before the internet was what it is. It's like when there was a show to promote or like a gig or whatever. You would fucking walk out and you would fucking fly or shit. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And try to fucking get the word out there. But nowadays, it's like even though it's so fucking easy with these phones, people are like reluctant. Like just they don't want to look at it anymore. It's like just don't. It's like you can't fucking shit. Like, stuck in the scroll. You yeah. can't fucking share something real quick. Like. Well, they don't appreciate the time and effort we put to these things. Even the fundraisers. Exactly. You know, I say you don't have to donate, just share. Just maybe some of your cousin, your dog walker, has someone that's autistic or whatever the event we're doing. Yeah. You know, they don't appreciate how much that share can go a long way. They can. So share the shit. Yeah. Share it. All yeah. The, all the fucking mama looks listening. Instagram <laughs> at <laughs> Lords of Brooklyn Social Club spelled out full. Yeah. Lords with a Z. Lords with a Z. Lords with a Z, man. And as Scotty Edge would say, if it's with an S, it's old school. <laughs> there you go. And just and all you gotta do is on Facebook. And do I really gotta fucking tell you? It's like just fucking type in Lords of Brooklyn Social Club. <laughs> it's the only thing that's gonna come up. Yeah. There's Lords of Brooklyn and Lords of Brooklyn Social Club. Like both of the fucking pages. <laughs> there you go. There you go. New album's coming out. It's gonna be dope. I yeah. can't wait for it. And as soon as that gets released, I'll be sure to fucking share it and fucking promote it and whatever. And hopefully, because I did behind the scenes, obviously I was talking with Caves, and one day, once everything is all said and done, we'll uh, we'll get together and we'll do something. No, we talked about that the other day, actually. All right. So it's, uh, it's happening. Just gotta wait on the boss to make the call. That's it. Just let me, I just need like two, three days prior notice so I can get my fucking ducks in a row and I'll be there. So you can charge your 42,000 hours. Of- <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, we, need- we have 429 hours. Bro, how six minutes ago, 14 oh, seconds. It was 427 about 45 minutes ago. This thing charges itself as it's going. I don't know. There's a lot of fucking space, uh, though. <laughs> We're going for an hour and 51 minutes. Wow. Uh, oh, that's not bad. That's solid. Got to record. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Imagine. Imagine. Uh, I'd leave this here. I'd fucking walk right out the door. <laughs> Good test run, guys. <laughs> right? Can you imagine? Right, let's do it again. Let's do it again. And you'd never be able to recapture the show. We're going to do fucking try to repeat ourselves. It probably will get funny as it goes along. No message will get a course. No. Probably not. It's just going to get comfortable and everyone's really talking loud and know each other now. Right. So it's so, like, you know, official in the beginning. It only gets worse after this. Right. It does. Yeah. Only downhill from here, boys. <laughs> For sure. Good shit. All right, well, you want to wrap this up? I'm not kicking you out of your own house. I think we did good I think, I think uh, you know, you got everything across. Yeah. You talked about so. fucking everything. Everything. I think baby wipes. Everything from baby wipes to fucking Walter White. You know? Yeah, I think we got everything across. We got, you know... Uh, was pulling some beers out of his book there. Yankees are getting their ass kicked. Yankees are getting their ass kicked. Alright, now we touch everything. Alright, there you go. Everything across, man. Well, like I said, we'll do a fucking Lords of Brooklyn thing. I'm down to fucking do another one. Maybe we'll yeah. be on look. Maybe we'll try to go to the Firefly or something like that. We're all I would love to do, I would love to do a, a part two with the club. Like I said, Jimmy, we're, you know, we're always down to do some shit whenever you're ready, whenever you want to have you us back. You got my number, hit me up. And when I have us back, we'll do a part deuce. That's it. You know, that's cool. You know, we got the autism fundraiser coming up. Show up, man. Come out. Hang September out with 15th, us. September 15th, red, white, and brew. Hang out with us. Come fucking meet us. Come see us. 
You know, whatever the fuck. Have and a beer. Shoot the shit. Who gives a shit? You know. Exactly. Everyone, you know, everybody knows. <laughs> New uh, Lords of Brooklyn albums coming out. Mother of the Sons is on iTunes and wherever the fuck you stream your music now. Go cop it. Catch the video on YouTube. Um, just stay patient for that album, man. It's cooking. It's brewing. It family takes, reunion. Yeah, family reunion. You know, it takes a while to cook a, to fucking cook a good sauce, right? So, you know, you know, you know, we're letting that shit simmer. There you go. You I pass sign off. Yeah. Sign, sign off. off. Sign off, but it's me. Yeah, sign off. off. You're the president. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Whatever. Thank you for listening to us. Listening to our bullshit. It's Lord Drew. This is a chance. Out. <laughs> no, what are we doing? No, 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 no we're not doing nothing. We're still going. He wants to. He we're wants signing off. We're signing off. All right, sorry, guys. All right, have a good night. The Chancellor, Will Turbot, aka Clark Bent. <laughs> Thanks for coming. See you guys September 15th. Nick Red, Sergeant at Arms. You better be at fucking Red White and Brew. Uh oh. Oh, next snap. <laughs> now they're not I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Come through, Lord. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Joy Waters. See you later. <laughs> the heartthrob himself. Yeah! <laughs> We're over here now. Over here. From the bathroom. Later. Fucking <laughs> tripping.